get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode one. 52 of the What Up Though podcast. You said it like three seconds ago. <laughs> I know, right? I don't I I went We're back to Episode 152 pushes record. 152. 152. Yeah. Yes. But it's been a minute. So Back in this bitch. Uh, Give us some slack. Yeah. Life life just happens. Um, My whole podcast routine has been shaky as fuck today. <laughs> you got here like, I don't have a computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I forgot my laptop. I sat down. I pulled out a cigar, I cut it, then I put, like, I closed my case up, then I realized, like, oh, shit, I need to put my cutter back in. Got the got the case out, opened it up, put the cutter back in, put it away. It was like, oh, shit, I need to get my lighter. Got the case out, got the lighter. I was like, man, my whole podcast flow fucked it's up. All, it's all fucked up. But my yeah. whole life flow is fucked up. Yeah, but December's been a bitch, man, but, you know, it's finally almost over. Year's almost over. Year's been a bitch, but, you know. Still we rise, I guess. Um, so yeah, last, I mean, this is probably our last. Is this our last one, last podcast of the year? I mean, I, well, I uh, assuming if be. we can't record next week, it will be. Yeah, the twenty eighth. Yeah, so um, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, I don't but, see. I don't really see any reason why not. Like I don't got nothing up for that day. So, but yeah, like you said, it's been a wild year for sure. Uh, wild month. Um, That's so last last two weeks is uh I I could take. I take total credit for those two weeks not being able to record. Just credit or responsibility, all of it. <laughs> I said, I think. Well, I just want to say it's credit is a good thing. Responsibility is a bad thing. But whatever the case, uh, reasons uh, for not recording last two weeks definitely been on me. Um, but man, I had man. So I finished. I finally uh, finals came. Finished this class, and I was. In November, I was really close to, like, dropping this fucking class. Like, it was just way more than I thought there would be. I mean, I was just, like, so fucking overwhelmed with this shit. And, man, but, you know, I'm you know, i like, one, I'm not quitting because I spent my fucking money on this shit. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'll make some more money. Like, like, man, every kind of excuse crossed my mind as to, like, trying to justify dropping this fucking class, man. But um, it worked out. I ended up with a B out of the class. So, you know, that was pretty dope. Um, Work been kicking my ass, but that's kind of slowed down. And now, after today, I'll be off to the second. So, it's like, good shit, man. So... Other than that, man, you know, I'm I'm just happy uh, to be able to get back uh, back in the garage, uh, the booth again. <laughs> the booth. <laughs> so, other than that, man, that's kind of how my shit's been going. Um, what about you? <laughs> um, I mean, life is life, getting by. Yeah. Um. I don't know, yeah, I mean, it's been a, um, it's been an interesting month, I'd say. Um, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad to be able to, to sit down and record, because, like you said, it's been a long month, and, 
I'm just uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't want to go into it, but I'm like, it's just been a it's, it's long been a month. Long month. Long it's been month. a long. Yeah, that's, that's enough uh, said. I mean, yeah, it's long it's month. been a long November and December, and I'm I'm not sitting here like, yeah, I'm glad the year is over because it ain't been a bad year or anything like that. But um, nah, I, 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 it's I been def- very reflective. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to. I wouldn't call it a bad year for me. It's been a last. It's been a uh, a rough couple of months. But definitely not a bad year by you know any stretch. I mean, sixteen was was one of the years I could really just throw in the trash, out. yeah, continuously. Um, but this year, you know, cool. Like I say, last few months been a little crazy, but um, whatever. So what 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 um, what do you reflect fondly on for twenty seventeen? Like, because I mean, like. It look for me looking back on 2017. I can think of a whole lot of bad shit. Not even like me personally, just like like Trump and like the shit going on in the world and all the like uh, you know continuing with the uh, the murders of black folks by cops and like all these sexual assault things with these celebrities and all like all the shit in the news been crazy. And then you got your own personal shit going on. But like, is there anything that you look back on 17 and you like? That shit was fucking dope. Like positives. Um. Well, seventeen. You know, I I I completed like my first full year at the job, and that's been pretty cool. Um, I like the people. You know, the work is dope and stuff like that. Um, so that's definitely been the, one of the pluses of 2017. Um, another one and, and kind of person is that you know I I think the relationship between me and my mom has strengthened a whole lot. And so that's been one of the pluses of the year for sure. Um, uh, I think uh, another another thing that's been a plus of 2017 is, and I guess it's more personal too, is that I've been able to like manage my money a lot better. Um, I think probably one of the better years I've in my life. Period. Um, I've made more and managed it more fucked up. So you know, being able to make less than some years before and do much better just show just just growth and just not trying to spend money on bullshit and things of that nature you know it's, especially when you got a household and shit it ain't just yourself and shit so you just can't be out you know splurging on bullshit or whatever so i think those three things has probably been my pluses of 2017 i think for me it's like you have like not necessarily negative shit that happened, but shit that's like just tumultuous to say the least, right? Yeah. But I can look at some of the downsides, like some of the negative shit of 2017, but there's always a plus side to it, right? So, like, I can kind of look at, like, so if I look at 2017, like, the main shit that I think of is, like, how is my, my job, like... I got promoted and that is a overwhelming positive. Like, it's like, man, like I'm doing big things. Like, you know, I got a, I got a solid position in my career. I make a lot of money. Like I make more money right. than I've ever made. Like, and I'm not like rich and I'm like balling mm-hmm. not like that. But it's like when you spend your life kind of like check the check, kind of like, I don't know how I'm going to get by and get to a space where you can get a house and you got two kids and, my kid, I can say this for sure. My kids don't want for shit. Like my kids are spoiled, but like they don't want for shit. Like I don't have to worry about 
you know, how I'm gonna feed my kids. Let me get them some fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and fucking spaghettios and shit like that. Like, right. or you know, let me uh, get some other people's clothes and hand me downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can just go like roll up in places and just get my son whatever clothes he wants. You know, I can, you know, get my daughter whatever she needs. Like, and that's been dope. So like, even though there's been my 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 work life ever since I got promoted has been very. Like, it's been all over the fucking place. But I can also look at the downside parts and be like, well, I grew from that. Like, I learned from it and I grew from it. So, like, that time was bad, but... And there's still days or times that are rough, but I always look at it as, like, growth opportunities. So that's cool. And then, like, I've had other shit that didn't go so great. But on the plus side of it, I built connect... Like, I I, I think I can make this, like, a kind of like a whole thing, too, like... So where you have death, you can usually find, not usually, but I personally have found some sort of like positivity from it. Right. So like when my father died, I through that, I built a connection with my uncle who I didn't really know. You know, he was around when I was a kid, but Mm -hmm. then like he was gone for like decades. And then when my father died, that brought us together. So like I now I like interact with him and shit. So that's cool. And then I look at this year. And now I've built, like, something of a connection with my cousins who I didn't really know at all. So, like, I, I always I, – I told them this in, like, a, a, a group group chat thing that we have. It was, like, I spent most of my life feeling like I didn't really have a big family because I had uh, – my uncle on my dad's side didn't have no kids. Mm-hmm. And then my aunts and uncles on my mom's side, I never knew none of their kids. They, they don't live here. Like, I just didn't know them at all. And now – to a degree I feel like I know them I've met them all uh, we kind of talk and shit so it's like now I feel like I have a larger family so like from negativity I found some positivity out of that Yeah, so I that's mean, cool and that's a plus because a lot of times in deaths and just negativity period you're not looking for the you're not really focused on any positive happening out of the shit yeah. you know what I mean and then I, I know yourself not being the most extroverted person you know, family don't necessarily mean people that you want to fuck with. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't, family doesn't equate to people you want to start talking to and shit, especially if you haven't known them and shit. Like, yeah. You know, just because, you know, we share relatives don't mean that we cool and shit. You know, so that, I, that's, that's a plus, man. That's definitely yeah, a plus. Yeah, definitely. And I found some, I found some financial stability. Like, I still need to work better on managing my money. And I think a lot of that comes from my cigar habit, but like, I think I do better with that cigar shit than a lot of people do. And like, Dude. I could, I could manage it better and I will manage it better. But, um, Dude. with that, with that comes like, with that extra money comes some sort of like, uh, comfort in knowing that you're not in a bad place to where, like I said, you, you, Oh, how I'm gonna pay for this. Oh, I'm broke. Oh, I'm now I'm overdrafting and all that kind of shit. Dude. I, I was just thinking that, man, I was telling, I was telling my wife, I don't know, the last couple of weeks or something, I think, having a conversation, like, I haven't had an overdraft in, like, three years now. And I've only been working a year and a half of those. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, that's a plus. I remember four, maybe five years ago, I'm constantly trying to put money in just to not overdraft and shit. Yeah. And, you know, even with, like, you know, uh, hobbies, habits, like, cigars and... Now you know I, I, I feel like I'm a I, I 
I I think I do cigars the same way I do like beer, like craft beer and shit. So I have like these expensive like habits, but it's not to the point where it's I'm irresponsible and like okay, I'm not paying fucking my my phone bill because I want to buy cigars or right, right. or beer or shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still able to maintain things I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And still be able to you know pay my bills and so yeah, I I I I totally agree, man. Because you know I. My my wife, she has friends and people she know, whatever who, who 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 are really materialistic. They you know they they rather wear their worth, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, and spend it on their car and shit like that. But they can't, you know, what I'm saying, take a random trip when they want to because you know what I mean, or you know shit like that. And I tell my wife like you know we were able to go to Ch- went to Chicago, you know, uh, last weekend, and although we we planned it, you know, we still had the money for it, so it's like we could plan a trip take a trip don't have to worry about do we have to not do something next weekend because of that shit or mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know so it's, it's it's a plus man but you know i definitely i definitely don't do it alone you know i'm definitely having a having a partner that's that's just as and uh that, that takes financial responsibility just as important helps and shit you know what i'm saying so yeah that's definitely uh definitely a plus i i definitely agree with you on that one and then you also too can look at like when you are living your own life and doing what you do, you might feel like, man, this thing's fucked up, this thing's fucked up, and you might not share that with other people. But, like, on the outside looking in from other people, they probably look like, man, so-and-so doing it up. Like, you can, you know, I might think about whatever I got going on, but at the same time, like, outside looking in, somebody be like, man, they always be eating at nice places. They always going nice places. Like, man, they got the little Game of Thrones convention they went to, like... They, they, you know, doing this, they went to Thailand for their honeymoon and, like, all that shit. And it's like you take that shit for granted to a degree because you kind of focus on the shit that went wrong. So it's like right. I try to, like, focus on the shit that went right. Like, Thailand wasn't this year, but, like, that's kind of, like, how I'm trying to reflect on 2017 is trying to, like, look at the shit that went right and then even the shit that went wrong to look at the positive aspect that came out of it. And I, I feel like... In some ways, I've grown as a person. In some ways, I'm still, like, highly cynical and pessimistic. But at the same time, that's what this world has made me. Like, it's not like I want to be that way. I, that's just me taking a realistic look at the way at the way life is or uh, the way the world is. But, like, I, mean, I, I, I yeah. do think that you can I, overlook your own, like, the shit that went well for you. That's why I ask because I'm like, you can easily look at the sh- overlook the shit that went well for you dwelling on the shit that didn't. And I, I actually have another one when you started thinking about travel. Like I traveled a whole lot this year and was able did, to do yeah. it and not, you know what I'm saying, trip about finances. You, you, know? you travel just to <laughs> eat ranch, nigga. Like, that's, that's some wild shit, dog. And it's, and it's weird that's because... Like, that's like me going it's, like, it's yeah, almost, me go here so I get some chicken tenders. It's like. almost some shit. <laughs> and, and I feel like... I don't want to feel like I take shit like traveling for granted because that was... It, the traveling didn't cross my mind when you asked me about things that happened dope this year. Mm-hmm. Like the other things kind of trumped it just because those are like personal, you know, things for me. But yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? I was able to travel this year as much as I wanted to. Um, fuck, went to Cancun, went to New Orleans, went to um, St. Louis. Yep. Uh, I don't really count Chicago because it's just a yeah, drive, it's, but it's, whatever. It's, it's but, you know, other places and we you know, we just, we just, you know, it's, it's dope to be able to just like, 
hey, let's find a restaurant to go to. Okay, fuck it. Let's go fly there. Let's <laughs> rent a car. Let's get a fucking Airbnb. Let's just hang out for a, a weekend and shit. <laughs> you know what? You know what I don't like this finger-looking good sauce <laughs> that they have at KFC. Right. Let's like, go let's to go St. Louis else. and get some yeah, nah, extravagant ranch. Man, <laughs> and that shit was fucking awesome, dog. So, you know, shit like that, man. It's just, you know, and I think that, that kind of... Uh, just that's some Jay Z shit. Yeah, travel it, first class and change the forecast. I, you know that, what? I, that was I, you. I actually, I, I, I said, I think, I, I think I took one of the pictures I took on the uh, on a plane, and I, I I quoted that something like that. You oh. know, something I didn't quote. You know, the, obviously I wasn't in first class, but something to, <laughs> right. to change the forecast or whatever. But you know, being able to travel, man, I, and I think that just just goes back to the whole thing of being able to be, you know, financially able and not have to, you know not go without because you want to travel and do other shit and stuff like that so that was definitely a plus so that was definitely another 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 plus of of this year and shit um next year i don't know what what's gonna happen um i want to i'm not even in class next year into the fall but I got shit around the house i want to do like redo the bathroom and shit like that or whatever so We'll see, man. But it was a good, you know, overall, I think it was a definitely good year. Definitely, you know, fucking uh, miles better than 2016 for sure. So, but, yeah, you know. I wouldn't look at 2017 as a shit show. I'd be like, nah, 2017 I, I was fine. Nah, like, nah. it had its ups and downs, but most of the downs, I can find some positivity out of it. So, I'm not going to sweat it. Uh, 2014 or 2015, one of, them, one of them two was a shit show. But, like, you know, I, I, by and large, like, it's been a decent year. I look forward to oh yeah this for sure upcoming long weekend. Um, I look forward to the next long weekend after that for New Year's and and yeah I, and, I've accumulated a lot of time off. So like even with like I like the fact that I I don't take a lot of time off work and then like with my with my new position I can do shit like hey um my daughter has a fever at the daycare. Uh, I'm gonna go pick her up, and I'll finish out the day at home. So I can just go home and go home and work and finish out the day. I ain't gotta use no time. That's, so that's it's like, blast. or I can do shit like like on Black Friday. It was like, hey, it ain't that many people working today. Uh, if you want to work from home, go ahead. So I was like, I can still get paid, and I ain't gotta go to the office. Shit like that. And see, and that's the thing I look at like, like next week, I'm taking like, I think it two or three days nine paid. But I'm like, I'm not hurting to the fact that I take these three days and I'm going to be, like, sick about it. Like, I'm going to miss a bill or something. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, being able to do shit like that just kind of further shows that, you know, you know, working my money well, not having to trip. I'm not literally living check to check because if I was, I'll be working all the fucking days right. and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, you know, just thanking, just thankful of being able to be, you know, definitely a more financially uh, stable than I've probably ever been, you know. So yeah, that, definitely plus with that shit. That's definitely niggas don't definitely just the, don't want to take fucking days off. No, not paid and shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I think that for me would be one of the 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 like the main points of 2017 is like being just more financially stable and not having to yeah. like struggle. And then like also for me throughout my entire work career, I've always struggled to retain 
like paid time off mm-hmm. where it's like it's like oh okay I got a week and then I use a week for vacation now I ain't got no time or and, and that's know. and that's kind of where I'm at man I got a week I had a week vacation in September and then I used four days to go to Cancun yeah so like I had this fucking and I'm like what the fuck I'm doing but I'm like you know and I tell my wife like you know if you want my wife has like six or seven fucking weeks vacation a year so it's like she. I, I don't want to hold back from taking trips at the same time. I'm not trying to really miss a fucking week of pay. But I'm like, that's fine. If we're going to plan a trip and you want to take seven days, okay, that's fine. My job will allow me to do it. But we need to we need to account for when we start saving for this trip. We need to account for whatever the trip costs. And then we also need to account for the money that I won't make so we can make sure that we're good financially for bills and shit like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, long as do that, I don't care. You know, some places, you know, shun, sh- um, you know, shun you taking unpaid days off and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, I'm fine with it. So, yeah. And I, I feel like I, I did a, a fair amount of like taking time off and, and traveling around a little bit, not too much. I don't think I traveled that much. Like me and my wife, like kind of like do like, like kind of like weekend trips or something like that. So we don't have to take time off too much, but like I've taken a decent amount of time off and doing things here and there. And I still got over three weeks of paid time. Like, and cause I just don't use it that much. So when I have, I have like my birthday falls on a Monday. I have that month. I took that Monday off in the previous Friday. And after that, I'll still have over three weeks. Like I'm, I'm like good. And I, don't, I just don't use time like that. And this I like the idea of, being able to go like, hey, um, let's go to wherever and take a week. And I could take that week and still be sitting on two weeks as opposed to like take that week. And I'm like, well, that's it for me. And so I can accumulate more time. Mm-hmm. So like that's been that's been cool. So I, yeah. I, can, I can find ways to to yeah, look back I, on I, this and be like, yeah, this this year is OK. Yeah, I don't. And I, we could, you know, I don't elaborate too much on it, but um I'm just I'm I'm more grateful to be able to have a job I want to have now and, and get to the point of accumulating stuff time. So I'm like I've been in jobs where I've had two or three or four weeks of vacation, so I'm not too tripping about it. But you know, like I say, being able to just do some do do trips and not have to worry about the time off if you know so forth. It's all a plus. So, um, man, this coat is so warm, dog. Yeah, I see man, you I in this bitch uh, Eskimoed up in this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, like, this bitch comfortable, dog. I took it off for like ten minutes, and I was like, "Let me put that back on." This shit comfortable. Yeah. So um, for those who are like just dead new to the podcast or nothing, um, we still record outside. We're in the garage. Um, it's currently thirty three degrees, and um, I'm layered up. I'm so right. I have, I have a jog. I have a pair of jogging pants under my jogging pants, <laughs> and I have a hoodie under my hoodie. And I'm fine. Layers usually do well for me. I just can't do real heavy coats. Like with your coat, I might start sweating because it's heavy for me. I don't have too much. I don't have layers on under though. Oh, okay. So that's a plus. Okay, yeah. yeah. But as long as I got layers and I got shit over my ears, I'm fine. Yeah. So I don't really trip too much about that. So. Yeah. Another two. Another thing too that's kind of cool. Like, um, a lot of of my. Uh, I don't want to say negative, but like a lot of the issues that I've had at work have revolved around like, hey, let me make sure that my team is good. Let me make sure I'm building good relationships with my team. And like, you know, there's been kind of like ups and downs and shit. And then like I came I came back from lunch on uh, what's, what's today, Thursday. I came back from lunch on Tuesday and I got like a little gift bag on my desk and shit. 
I opened it up and my team bought me a gift. Like oh, and not like shit. on their own fucking like they didn't even it's not like they were like told by somebody. Like they did that on their own. Like just like I fuck with that nigga, dog. <laughs> let's get some let's get him a gift. And it wasn't like they bought me a fucking DVD or some shit. Like I got a fucking so have you heard about the Detroit card? No, I'm not familiar. So it's something that I guess Dan Gilbert started popping off where it's like a a gift card for uh, locations downtown, and it's all digital. It's not a physical card, and like pretty much everywhere downtown, take it. So uh, they got me a gift, a Detroit gift card worth sixty dollars. Oh, that's dope! As and I bought that. one of them uh, Detroit Hustle Harder hoodies. I already got one, but I bought another one, and then they got me like a three pack of like Game of Thrones like uh, banners. Like the that's dope as fuck, dude. That's yeah, dope I'm as like hell. they didn't they, like they actually like got like they got me some shit like that they knew I would like. That's so that's dope as hell, man. Yeah, and then I came in the next day, and there was another gift bag on my desk, and I to this to this moment I still none of us know who got it. There was like a, a, like five five people who got like random gifts from who knows who it was. <laughs> that's dope as fuck. Dude. And they were just there. I don't know who got it, but it was like a gift bag. It had a, gl- like a, a, a glass, like a cup. And it said something like, let's get lit on it or something. And it had, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it had, it had two shots of Hennessy and a shot of crown, crown Royal in it. I'm like, man, they know me good as hell. I mean, I was I, like low key. This kind of racist. Cause I'm like, you got me cause I'm black. You got me the Hennessy. But like, they may have got you some, uh, Jägermeister. I mean, yeah. you never know. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the, one of the white leaders got, uh, got Jameson instead. So it was like, you know, but you've talked around. about crown before. I'm assuming you've talked about, you've I mentioned talk, I, crown. Yeah, no, everybody or, knows I drink crown apple. Okay. Like a motherfucker. So, okay, yeah. so the, but the Hennessy shit is random. Like I ain't never said no shit about Hennessy. Oh, they got you Hennessy. Yeah, oh. it got be two shots of Hennessy and a shot of Crown. Oh, that's some black shit. Yeah, I don't never, that. I don't drink yeah. Hennessy. Like, I mean, I don't say, I'm not gonna say I don't. I, mean, drink I, trade it, like, you I dislike for it. So. I don't have nothing to trade you, but I would. No, I'm not saying I don't like Hennessy. <laughs> like, I won't drink it. But I'm like, I don't drink Hennessy. Like, I don't go buy Hennessy. Right. Like, if it's there, I'll drink it, but I don't go buy yeah, it. Yeah, like, I can't remember the last time I bought Hennessy. I used to, I used to be a big Hennessy fan, and I've just moved up. Like, I was in Chicago. Went to I think the, it's overrated. I went to the, it partially, yeah. I went to the liquor store and I really wanted this, uh, the scotch. I mean, I'm sorry, this whiskey. Uh, this it's called it's Highland Park, not to, not to be confused with Highland Park, Michigan. Uh, but it was a it's like a seventy dollar bottle, dog. But I tried it at the uh, last uh, cigar outing we went to. Mm-hmm. Shit was awesome. That shit was like twelve dollars or fifteen dollars a shot and shit. God damn. So I found it in. Um, yeah, I think I, I I think because I've been working and get paid well, I've been like into my real snob shit when it comes to like drinking and smoking and shit. Like, it happens. I'm like, why 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 not just treat yourself, shit? You know, so it happens. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I don't, I wouldn't say necessarily I've gotten into snob shit. It's more like the shit that I embrace it. I, I think I'm, that, I'm fine with it. <laughs> no, no, it's not a criticism. It's more like I'm just I'm less like let me buy shit that's more expensive or whatever. If I come across something, I'll get it. But it's like, it's more like I'm enjoying being able to comfortably afford the shit that I like that's not cheap. Because it's like, if you look like, if you are somebody who's been listening to our podcast the whole time, you remember us drinking fucking Kessler and shit like that and Dude, all that kind of shit. And I'm I, like, I, well, I'm not here to shade Kessler, right. but at the same time, I'm like, I could do better. Kessler is not, yeah, Kessler is not. Like, that was out of necessity at that time. Like, hey, we, this is what we can afford. It's cheap. It's easy. Let's do it. Well, now it's kind of like I can be like, okay, I can buy a Crown Apple and be comfortable, like comfortably, like 
yeah, it might be like thirty bucks, but I'm like, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Well, Whereas is, back then, thirty dollars for a bottle of Crown Apple, I'm like I can't fade that shit. And, to, and, to, and for one meetup, like right. like we were like you know, so we meet up you know weekly for the podcast. So that means that every week we're rotating who buys drinks. So it's like, do I really want to spend thirty dollars a week? Right at the time, no. Could I do it now? We still don't. But I mean, if we wanted to, we could. But the problem is, mm-hmm. the problem about the whole snot thing for me is that because I like nice shit now, is that <laughs> that sounded mad bougie. It does. And, the problem and, and, is, I like nice shit now. <laughs> my like my mom, my mom, my sister, and my uh, sister boyfriend have had they they claim they've had the worst times trying to get me something for Christmas because of either me liking shit is too nice or I already have it. They say like, well, you know, he like watches, but he already has his watch. Uh, we want to give him a certain hat, or he already has it already, or some shit like that. Or like I, I told him give me some cologne, but the cologne I like is like eighty, ninety bucks. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a shit I like. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, you know, I don't know. So I'm like, I'm not. I, I, I would take anything as a gift and shit. I'm not tripping on it. I, I, I told him, but I didn't want anything, so I didn't give him a list of shit. I just. I'm fine with whatever, you know. Hey, what I'm give saying? me a twenty dollar gift card. Now my eighty dollar cologne is. Yeah, uh, I only got pay sixty. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm fine with that. Cash <laughs> rules, dog. Yeah. Shit, that's I don't care. So I don't know. They call it, they my my sister and mom and um and my brother in law. They I know they they feel it, they they feel the, the snobs because you know we we go out to eat a lot or we eat at certain places or we don't you know I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, in, in some ways, it's a it's a like in some ways it is a like from my from my family it's a criticism, but for me I'm like I just like nicer shit so I'm like <laughs> whatever niggas <laughs> so you know if, <clears throat> don't uh don't don't bring me uh don't bring me Kessler <laughs> so you know whatever I, I I ain't tripping on that shit yeah I like just being able to buy Crown Apple at, at will. I just that's, like, that's I like, just that's like, like my that's like my thing for 2017. That's like my biggest appreciative thing is like in 2017, I was able to buy a crown apple at will. Like if I wanted, I just got it. I didn't have to think like, uh, can I really fade thirty dollars? You know, actually, scratch that. You want to know what I think is the dopest thing about? I want to say having money because that make me sound like I got, I got it like that. But the the dopest thing about not having to, uh, like be in that position where you got to like factor shit in the dopest thing about me that I for me that I experienced 2017 was being able to fill the gas tank up and not think about it dude I was I was hoping you said that because that was my thought like (laughs) that was my shit like I go to the gas station and I don't shop at fucking gas stations I stop at the gas station and I just get gas and I do not think about if I'm going to go a mile away and get it for 10 shit cheaper. Mm-hmm. I just get fucking gas. I don't even look at the fucking cost. Yeah. I just get gas. And I, for, for me, I feel like that's a, a, a moment in, in being a, a, a lot more wealthier than you may have been before. Be able to get gas and not have to look at the tank and just get it. Because, one, it's a necessity. You can't... You, you, you can't barter with gas. It's going to be that cost. Mm-hmm. And I just get it. Like, I don't stop. I don't I don't look at fucking gas after see where it's going to be cheaper at. I just stop and get gas. Or, you know, I do shit like when I go grocery shopping. I just grocery shop. I don't that look. That too. Yeah. So, you know, those are the one intercessities is just going to happen. And two, I'm just happy I can just do it. But people still don't know. I go, when I go clothes shopping, I go to the, I still go to the clearance section first. 
Yeah, no. I, I still I shop for. I don't spend money. I on still clothes. shop even when I buy cigars and shit. I still fucking buy. We having a conversation earlier. Okay, it's been my story of tonight. <laughs> I, I still fucking. I want to. I want a deal. I want something off. So yeah, it's not I'm like, not like I'm just not. You know. You just buy it at retail. Yeah, I'm just not out just, you know, buying, you know, shit at retail because, you know, I can. I can buy it at retail. But the problem is I don't want to. I don't to. want to, yeah. Because <laughs> I want to be able to spread my money. But then again, I went to go buy fucking beer today, and I spent $80 just on fucking beer. But it I was like, a lot. cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty. I had I had two boxes. Like, okay. uh, yeah, I, saw, I had a decent amount. But I splurged. I had, you know, one bottle was a... It's almost. I'm gonna say it's a. I guess it's probably the equivalent of a 40 ounce as far okay. as the size. Yeah, that was like 16 bucks. That was one bottle. Then I had a couple other ones, uh, different stuff. But you know, I just want to be able to treat myself and not have to worry about am I taking away from a fucking bill or some shit. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, whatever. So that's it. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say. So I guess before we get too deep into things. Um, we, I, it's, it's no way in hell to, to cover three weeks of shit, but um, no, we can't. We can't. But I think uh, we get too far into things. Um, give a, I, I want to give a, a shout out and uh, rest in peace to Combat Jack who passed uh, yesterday, or that today. Yesterday. Or, yesterday. Um, Combat Jack was definitely a big influence on. On me wanting to start a podcast, mm-hmm. um, he was he was definitely the. If I had to say who do I look to for podcasting, he was the person. Same. Um, and so I was I was like I was hurt like a family member passed, dude. Uh, yeah, me too, man. Like I uh, was I was really I was I was really fucked up at work, dude. I I haven't heard you know much about him you know in the last few weeks or whatever. Um, I remember a couple of months ago when he, you know, was diagnosed with, you know, uh, I think colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And he, had, you know, he said he was rushed to the hospital, had some vigorous surgeries and so forth. And, you know, it was just one of those people I was just like, you know, I just assume he's going to get through things and stuff like that. And I haven't heard much about him since then. And, you know, um, then it just come up. He fucking dead, dude. And. I you know I just went through that. I had a cousin who last December found out they had stage four cancer. They lived four months and and passed. So I know I know how cancer works. Cancer is one of the biggest oh, fuck boys other than Trump and <laughs> and George Zimmerman. And so you know I know I know the powers of cancer and things of that. But you know you just didn't you know. I just didn't see that one coming, man. So I was I was legit hurt, man. Um, but he was definitely the biggest reason, you know, I felt that, you know. And not because I felt like I could just emulate him or something like that, but I felt like he just did interviews so well that it just made you want to do stuff well. You know what I mean? So Yeah, he, he provided, like, he was a kind of kind of podcaster slash interviewer who could give you like a long ass fucking podcast episode, two hours, two and a half, three hours. And you don't even drink. You don't, you even, don't feel you don't like, even blink, dude. Yeah. You don't feel like, man, this shit running long. Like you just listen to it. Like, man, it's so fucking interesting. Yeah. He, he definitely did some of the dopest fucking, fucking interviews. I think one of the, oh, the fuck my lighter went to, um, that one. No, it wasn't. It's was this one is a different lighter. What the fuck I do with my lighter. Mm. 
I'll use your lighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, <coughs> like me. I think when I first started listening to podcasts, I listened to the read, and and the read is great. Well, it was great. I, I I haven't listened to it in a while, but like the read and Bray idiots. But like combat was like, I think I think combat resonated more because he always interviewed the people that we grew up on and shit, and we would find out all kinds of cool stories about. Uh, what it was like in the game, in the hip hop game back then, and and he always found a way to pull the most interesting stories out of people that you had never heard before. Even if you had heard yeah. that person interviewed a million times before, combat would always find a way to get something out of them that you hadn't heard. And like he was just he, one of the things that I liked about him most is that you could always tell he was a real fan. Like yeah. it was never like so this the, like it, it never felt like. A interview. It felt like somebody like who's just a real fan yeah. having a conversation. He felt like a conversation with somebody with a fan. who they respected. But he didn't. I, and, I, and one of the, and another thing I felt that he really did well is that he always pulled. He always made sure he pulled some of the best responses from questions. Like he asked all the right questions. He didn't let uh, a guest dominate the show. A lot of times people would just keep talking and they're not focused. He will always rein people in and so forth. And you know he was always the example. You know, I felt like whenever we would have, if we were ever to have guests, you know, I will. I felt like I wanted to pull the combat jack. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to be that person to, you know, guide them, and you know, what I'm saying. So yeah, it, that's that's he's definitely been a huge um, inspiration. You know, especially on my side of the what up though podcast. So you know, that was a huge loss. To, but you know, he he definitely his contributions to podcasting. Well, well. Will always and hip-hop be in hip hop in general, yeah. you know, uh, will always be uh, remembered. So, you know, shout out to Combat for real. Yeah, so that sucked. To, that really sucked to hear about, man. Especially because he was going so fast too. Like, yeah, I mean, like, he said it was aggressive, but I was like, damn, I didn't realize it was that aggressive. Yeah. So forth, but you know, just sucks, man. I just you know, just. Prayers and thoughts to his family and shit, man, because that shit's crazy to be able to, you know, lose the, you know, the the head of household. You know, he has kids, has a wife and shit like that. So, you know, yeah. can't imagine losing your parent and losing your, your spouse, you know, losing your brothers, you, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Um, there was. Oh, so. <laughs> I've was. i been listening to uh, or listening or half watching uh, the drink champs lately, and so uh, a most recent episode they had. Fabi- when you said watching. They they. So they do. They they, they record. Do a, they do a okay. video. So a lot of times I'm just I. Uh, I don't know why I stopped because uh, I, sometimes I just like seeing some of the video parts of it. So I'll have it on at work, and I had a YouTube on, and sometimes I click on if I can watch. If not, I'm just playing it in the background and so forth. But they had uh, uh, Jada Kiss and Fabulous was on. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Puffy came on. So, and I think Puff, because he, I think he, I think Drink Champs, Drink Champs, excuse me, is uh, on Revolt, uh, the TV, the network yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, Puff came on there. See, I was puffing my cigar, excuse me. Um, and they just ran me talking. And so, uh, Nori asked Fabulous about the whole Ray J incident. Ooh. <laughs> so apparently Puff was there, Fabulous was there, and Jada Kiss was there. 
when all this shit popped off. Okay. So you get all these perspectives as to like what happened that fucking night or whatever. Hmm. So this was down. I think Floyd had a fight mm-hmm. in Vegas that night, which he talked about. Um, right. You know, Ray J talked about, and 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 people who don't know, uh, I don't know how you wouldn't, but that's definitely the most uh, craziest interview I've ever heard, and still today one of the most famous interviews, which was a uh, Ray J on Breakfast Club. So anyway, uh, so they're all there, and I guess. They're all sitting so, so Puffy did a dinner A big ass dinner With all these folks and shit So everybody's at dinner And I guess uh, Fab It did some joke about uh, um, Ray J doing a piano For yeah. Fab or something like that So I think he tweeted it or something And everybody knew it Everybody was laughing All that shit So Uh he says, Ray J comes in, and Ray J just like, yeah, hey, you got me, haha, you know what I mean, type shit. It, you know, it was no animosity at that point. So, at some point, they leave the dinner. Fab and Jada Kiss, they're in a the hotel or some shit, and they run into uh, Floyd, 50 Cent, and Ray J. So, <laughs> so Fab goes to dap uh, 50 Cent, and, you know, so he said he daps you know, 50 Cent and kind of 50 Cent, you know, kind of grabs his hand and pulls him in and he's kind of looking over at Ray J like, um, and then he looks at Ray J like, hey, so what did, uh, so what did Fab say? And so Ray J is like, you can't be dissing the money team. And so (laughs) Fab's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I got an indoor pool and an outdoor pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me backtrack. Before he said he, before Fab sees them, Kevin Hart calls Fab, and Kevin Hart says, "Dog, Ray J is out here tripping. He's out here with this skinny, the skinny hood on." Yeah, he said he has this red hood on, it's really small, and some flip flops, and he's talking about how you dissing the money team, and he got all these pools inside and outside, and all these uh, Rolls Royces and shit. So apparently, Ray J's gone, and he keep mentioning the whole Roy Rolls Royces inside and outside, mm-hmm. and indoor pools and outdoor pools. So then, fast forward. Fabs with 50 and Floyd and Ray J comes up and he says the same thing. Like you can't be dissing the money team. I got six Rory's Royces outside. I got an indoor pool, outdoor pool, all outside and shit. So Fab is like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I don't understand. And so, uh, he says at that point, Ray J runs up on him or some shit and he grabs him by the hood and pulls over his face like this <laughs> and pushes him out the way or some shit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm crying because I'm picturing this shit, Doug. And so then at that point, it's like four in the morning or some shit. And he say that's when Ray J fucking dips and then calls the breakfast club. And then that's when everything fucking happens. Mm. Because it's 4 in the morning in Vegas. It's like 7 in the morning. So, in short, Ray J was on some drugs. That's what I was saying. <laughs> somebody who was, like, fucked up. Yeah. Like, they actually really felt a way about Fab making a joke originally. 
yeah. and played it off like at the time, but then he got fucked up and realized his feelings was hurt. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what the fuck happened. But the thing is, it's like the whole outfit on, like, he'd been wearing that outfit for like 24 hours <laughs> because from the time that Kevin Hart seen him to the time it was like a whole nother day or some shit. So <laughs> he was fucking on drugs and shit or whatever the fuck he was on and ran it. But it was just funny. Just to, I'm just picturing Fab just pulling his hood <laughs> on Ray J and just pushing the nigga in the corner or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga being all mad and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, that was pretty funny just hearing that and shit. Though. I was just like, because I had never heard Fab tell the whole story yeah, about I love what to hear happened. The behind, I love to hear the behind the scenes of, of the most epic interview of all time. <laughs> yeah, so that shit was pretty funny. But that was on one of the recent episodes of Drink Champ. So here we get a chance. To find that one. Check it. Yeah, as soon as you search it, it's like, but it's like three hours. So you had to get to like it's the end. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I don't have any problem with that. So yeah, so that was that that'd was be, that'd have been my opener though. I wouldn't have to wait to the end. But I, man, but see, the thing is, like Nor, I I I, I like Nori on there. But the thing is, Nori gets too drunk. He's like. What up, though, between episode one and 50, drunk. <laughs> like, how we were in our early episode. He gets to that point, and he gets fucked up. So, it, it, I don't know if that was scripted or not. He wanted to ask fucking uh, Fabulous. But it was funny. Oh, and uh, the whole time at the dinner, Puff was, like, egging him on. Like, egging Ray J on and shit. <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, shit, fam, bumped on you, blah, 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 and shit. So, he's, like, telling the story. So, it's like three... I think it was a movie like that where you got the uh, the perspective from like all different people about what was happening and yeah. shit. So now you hear Jada Kiss talking about it, you got Fab talking about it, and you got Puffy talking about all these different instances where oh, they man. all telling the same fucking story oh, and shit. That. <laughs> My favorite interview, get more perspectives. I can't wait. And to the hear thing that. is, it's like, and we talked about we've talked about plenty of times that it never mattered that the story was true or false. Nope. It's just entertaining. Nope. Like, I don't see Ray J beat down nobody. I don't see Ray J getting his goons to fuck Fab in the ass or any of that crazy <laughs> shit he was talking about. It's just pure fucking entertainment. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shit was funny, dog. But I, I spent most of my day, because uh, I didn't have shit to do at work today. So, <laughs> I spent most of my day listening to fucking interviews and and I was I was shredding papers for like two hours. <laughs> like, I didn't have shit to do today and shit, so. <laughs> yeah, so um, I some uh, I know we got some some responses, but uh, I I know that, and this is not even a big topic, but so when uh, Decent Mero was on just Twitter and shit, I really thought that that Mero was pretty much the sidekick to Decent. And it seemed like that's how it came off on like on the internet and shit. Yeah, it never was. But I will say that they're pretty much equal. Or I really like Mero over Deces on the show. I would I would second that. Like it's not a I I, I mean I think I even joked. You remember, you remember I joked about that and Miro tweeted me in all caps like going in on me like because I said Deces was better. <laughs> like that should happen. But I, but I have to say that I'm I, I I feel like they're what the fuck's going on here. Um, <laughs> you got a blowtorch, dude. I, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I pretty much they're pretty much even. If I had to uh, put one above one, I would probably put Mirror above Deces, but 
Their their show is pretty entertaining though. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a big fan. I've been a, well, I've been a big fan of them, but like I'm a big fan of the show. And like you said, Miro has like been way. He's come up a great deal since the uh, since the podcast that they had. So yeah, yeah I would agree with that. Like, definitely. He's he's definitely gained my respect, and he's definitely like like a lot of times I watch it, he makes me laugh more. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's it happens. Um. Oh, so. Uh, s- Sunday, I had the opportunity to go to the Pistons game, and so I ended up getting some really dope seats. Um, ended up being like floor seats, so I was so hyped about going. So, came from Chicago, drove in, got here about like two o'clock. Pretty much changed clothes, left here, got to two the p.m. P- two p.m. Um, stay here. You know, the game was at four, so okay, left home at three or whatever. Got down there close to four or whatever. So we had the tickets where we were on the floor, but we had the uh, I guess they call it a, a players. I don't say players ball. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever it was this is the area where like friends and family and I guess high ticket uh, buyers get where you can do and you can get like foods and drinks and all that shit. So I was like, I didn't know that until I got there though that it was like that extra and shit. So. <clears throat> we get there, we go do these fucking corridors and shit. So we're in the elevator going down there, and it's a guy in the elevator that has, uh, um, it says Pistons and it says family. So it's like some some family member of the uh, uh, of the, the Pistons. Okay, it's random black dude, and I see his last name Jackson. I had to be, it had to be Reggie Jackson's brother. He just, he was just as ugly as that nigga dog. <laughs> I kid you not, dog. I'm I'm pretty certain that was Reggie Jackson's brother, dog. I mean, he had the he, but he was just a chubbier version of Reggie Jackson. I'm just dog. laughing. You didn't say he looked just like Reggie Jackson. You said he just as ugly as Reggie Jackson. Yes, dog. I mean, split image. He had to be a younger brother or something, dog, or whatever. I see him. I was like, man, that gotta be him. But I was like, eh. he he looked kind of weird though. So I mean, I didn't want to, you know, if like he wanted people to ask him, was he Reggie Jackson's brother right. or some shit. So anyway, we get in there and it's like a full fucking like area where they got the like these little uh food stations and shit where you can just get whatever food. It's a full bar where you can get any fucking drinks or whatever. And so as soon as we walk in, it's a table and there's Buddha Edwards and Rick Mahorn just hmm. joking, laughing it up and shit. Okay. So that was cool. Um I didn't want to really walk. I didn't want to be that fan, but just, I just throw in two two players I've already met and talked to. I, and, and, and I knew you have, that, <laughs> right? Exactly. I, you know, I said that. I was like, I was telling my wife, like, I was like, my, I was like, Mike might lose his shit, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's met those two. I've already, yeah, I've, I've met and spoken with both of them. So see those, and then we get, and then we get to the seats or whatever. It's pretty dope, and so we're uh, we, we 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 first quarter, second quarter, with both of them too. Yeah, same thing. You, I think you did. Yeah. So I figured. I, I knew you saw them. So, get to the floor. We realize we actually have floor seats, which is so fucking dope. So, when we get there, it's still doing the intro of the game, and it was, you know, it was Star Wars uh, night. Okay. So, they had, like, all these fucking people that were in full Star Wars fucking outfits <laughs> and shit while they're doing the intros and shit. They leave. It's so dope because, I mean, the refs are literally just running back and forth down. Like, we're, like, a feet away, a foot away from them and shit. I had never been on the floor and shit, so it was just so fucking dope. But my wife was spazzing out because every time the ball gets thrown in the area, she's jumping and shit, and <laughs> she's not liking it at all. You know what I'm saying? Another the other thing about those uh, floor seats is that 
they're still folding chairs and they're small. So for chunky motherfuckers, it's not comfortable. Right. Like me and the wife are sitting there like, you know, it's like one of us got to sit up and one of us got to sit back just because the seats are not that comfortable and they're really close to fucking together and shit. Damn. I, just, I don't know why I just thought like floor seats would be comfortable. It's not hmm. at all. But not to deter anybody from never doing it. It's dope <laughs> as fuck. Or whatever. Right. So we stay. <laughs> don't don't let that fool you. Don't let that fool you. You know what I'm saying? So like we stay to like the second uh, like like two minutes to the um, to halftime, and then we left, went back into the food area, or whatever, and then it's like it, it got to be like friends and family of like the players and shit, and everybody's like rude as fuck. It's almost like they're just entitled people, like they get everything, you know what I'm saying? Because you, in that place, you, everybody is, you know what I'm saying? That makes you, sense. Yeah, so it's just like <coughs> kids don't say excuse me. People walking around like they the shit. It was just real kind of like off and shit. But then I'm at the bar again and I see Jalen Rose was there. So that was kind of cool. I've never met Jalen Rose. Yeah, I didn't. And I didn't really meet him there because he was at the bar. He was talking to people. And then I had some friends that came to the game who were uh, in regular seats. So we went to one of the restaurants. To, <laughs> broke to meet, seats. Yeah, the broke nigga seats and shit. <laughs> so we went to go meet up with them. So we ended up going to the elevator. And he was an elevator. But he was cool. But that stadium, I mean, the stadium, that arena is pretty dope, though. Yeah. I like the fact that you can actually go to some of the restaurants and not actually have to go to the game. Oh, okay. So you can go off the street, you can go into a lot of the restaurants and shit. Yeah, they were saying that they wanted the arena to be like a promenade where like you don't have to actually go to the game. You can like go to the restaurants and go to all the other areas like outside the arena and that they have the game playing on screens outside. I don't know if that's the case, that they have the game playing on, on screens outside. Um, but Yeah, I didn't see if there whatever about that part. But it, you could definitely, because if you go to a restaurant that uh, had... Um, outside, this you could go from the outside. You had to get a stamp on your hand or some shit like that. But it was dope, man. I was uh, I can say that was the first time me getting down to the arena and to be able to get as good a seats as I did. I was, you know, definitely pleased with the place. But it's it's dope as hell, though, man. I'm just, you know, it's, it's dope to see shit like that happening downtown. So yeah, I look forward to going to a game. I've been to the arena, but it was for like a practice. So okay. like, I, I mean, I've so I've I've been there, but I, I do want to go. See it as a game, be there for a game. So um, I'm I mean, looking forward to that. I'm kind of like I'm, I'm kind of I don't know in between on like grabbing like a ticket package or whatever. I'll probably just like go to games here and there as I as I can find the time to. And then if they make the playoffs or whatever, then I'll probably like spend some loot on get on going to a game or two during the playoffs if they can make it. So, but like yeah, it. it my only concern, not concern, my only issue with the arena is that it does feel more like a Red Wings arena than a Pistons arena because they got, like, mad Red Wings statues in there and shit. Yeah. And, like, the whole red motif that they got going on, it, it can be looked at both ways. But when you got all red shit going around and you got Red Wings statues going around, it's like, oh, well, this kind of feels like a Red Wings stadium more than a Pistons stadium. I mean, it, it, Whereas it, the Palace was, like, only a Pistons stadium. Like, that was it. So everything in that bitch was pissing, pissing, pissing. I feel like it's like the, it, it, it's definitely a pissing afterthought feeling mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, it's, it's a dope, it's a dope place though. I still, I still call it the Palace, like out of habit, because that's the only arena I've known. Like the Palace opened in like '88 or '89, something like that, and that was when I started. That was when I became a Pistons fan. So like it, it's it's been the Palace my whole life. 
So it's like I still I mean, say the, like yeah, I, I'll it's like def- it's definitely the Palace on the Pistons playing shit. Yeah, well, I, I'll say things like uh, yeah, the the next three games at the Palace, so they should be able to. I'm like shit, it's not the Palace no more. Right, but, right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, cool. it's, it's a dope spot though, man. I, I definitely can't wait to go. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up going to a Red Wings game in the next month or two. Um, and I'm curious to see how the setup is with the ice and shit like that, since they yeah, use the yeah. same area or whatever. So it's just cool to see that shit downtown. And I have to drive. Like the big plus would be able to go to a game at four, leave around seven ish, and get home in a half an hour. Right. Like going to the fucking Palace Armor Hills. Taking like another forty five, taking like twenty minutes to get out the parking lot. I was about to say like most then, of the time I spend getting out the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, and then another forty five minutes driving home. That's just way too much time, man. So that was definitely, definitely dope. But yeah, that was a that was definitely a a plus of December. Well, hopefully I can have a a nice uh, a nice story to tell about going to a Pistons game. We have a thing at work where apparently I didn't know about this, but. We have a thing at work where you can literally just ask for tickets and get them. <laughs> and it's like, and then it's not like you go like, hey, it's like, it's, it's like a website, right? And you don't just go like, hey, um, can I get tickets to this game? And they go, here you go. And you got some like fucking upper level nosebleed seats and shit. I've had a couple people who will request tickets to a game and they don't just like give you that shit. They give you fucking... You get sweet tickets and Are parking passes. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't I know about this? And nah, somebody emailed me, like, here's the link to it. And I went to go sign up and shit. I signed up for a game on on January 23rd. And uh, when you sign so how up. How many tickets do they give you? Well, I, I don't know. So, oh, so you're still waiting for the process. Yeah, I'm still waiting to find out what happens. Right. So what happened with the people who told me about it, they sign up for it. And they get notification on whether or not they get to go, like, days in advance. Like, you don't find out way ahead. But they also don't sign. They, those people didn't sign up way in advance. So I, I put in for tickets to a game on the 23rd, like, weeks ago. So, like, there's a lot of time, a lot of time going in, in between there. And, you know, when you sign up, it says, how many tickets do you want? Um, and it asks you, like, uh, like kind of like, why do you want to go or something like that? And I put in like it's the day after my birthday. All right. Cool. So I fully fucking expect to get these tickets, and I'm like sweet tickets in that bitch, and like parking passes. I'm like, man, I, I don't necessarily need parking passes since I work downtown. I can park in one of the garages that I park in, but like parking why pass and not? sweet because tickets. Like why the, the parking fuck not? is right there, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, and I will I, say, have you, have you parked there before? No. Ever- when I went, I. Just I was parked in my regular parking garage. I just walked. Well, the parking is really easy there, and I will say if you do park, come up seventy five and go down Cass. Cass, yep, that that makes sense. Because I didn't know that, and I went to Woodward and had to circle all the way oh, fucking yeah. around because I wasn't sure where the parking lot was, and I'd never been, so I'm just looking and I couldn't figure it out. So but, you parked in a structure? Yeah, because I had a parking pass for oh, the structure, okay. and I mean it's real easy to get back out and shit and just jump on the freeway and shit. So yeah, it's right there. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. I, I expect to get those. I expect to get those seats. Like I tried to get tickets to like a <coughs> a high level game, and they said that, that it wasn't none available. Okay. So I was just like, oh, this one's on the day after my birthday. So I, I'll get those, and I'll I'll say, hey, it's the day after my birthday. Hook 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 a nigga up. So I expect to find out about that fairly soon, and 
get those tickets. I, I and, and I hope I hope you get them, man. That, that's uh, that's I pretty don't see dope, why man. I wouldn't like. People on my team got tickets to Red Wings games and Pistons games, and they they got them just like willy nilly. Like, hey, yeah, let me get these tickets, and they get a response like, here you go, and you just go pick them up. And it's like, like that's it. Like, like that's crazy to me to just be like, hey. Can I go to this game? Sure, you can, and they just give you fucking. I wish I could tickets. get that from the job. Like I got ticket, the tickets I got. You got course size seats. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what I'm gonna say is that I wish I could just say because I didn't ask for tickets. Oh, I just is like because I, I know they use tickets for like clients and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my boss was just like, I just wanted to give you a game, give you tickets to a game because I know you wanted to go. Oh, okay. whatever. But I'm saying I wish I could just say, hey, can I get these tickets? But I know they use them for clients and stuff like that. Um, so, but that's dope as fuck. But it's what's, what's funny. And I just thought about it. So my stepson, he when he found out that we had floor seats, he was pissed because he felt like me and my my wife aren't as f- big as fans as him. He would have enjoyed it more. I'm like, <laughs> maybe over your mama, but I've been a fan before you were around, kid. So <laughs> don't don't say I didn't enjoy the game as much or whatever. Maybe your mom didn't, which she didn't. She she was just spassed out at fucking flying basketballs and shit or whatever, but. Oh, I got it backwards the day before my birthday, not the day after. So oh, okay. Sunday, January twenty first, four o'clock against the Nets. So that's the one I put in. Wait, that don't seem right. Is 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 white? Does white mean home games? That's got to be it, though. Yeah, that's got to be it. Must be January twenty first. But yeah, so Sunday, January twenty first, I expect to be able to get those tickets. I got, I got Friday and Monday off, so. I don't have to go to work the next hey man, day. The four o'clock game is so clutched up because you could you could go to that game, get out, and still have a day. Have a day like you could have shit going before the game. Yep. You could have shit going after the game, and still you know have your day or whatever. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm so happy that the Pistons are back in fucking Detroit, dude. That shit is just so fucking dope, man. Yeah, so I look forward to. Dope. I look forward to getting those tickets, and I'll probably buy uh, tickets here and there throughout the rest of the season, but. Um, it's been cool to have them downtown and for them to be playing for them to be playing well. Like so well, yeah. like we're sitting in like like they lost like seven games in a row. Dude, I was so and then won like three straight and like they're still like like the fourth the fifth seed. Like they're still sitting straight. Like, yeah. So I was so I was just so hoping that they were going to get back on the win streak before I went to the game because I was like, I do not want to be on that fucking loser street. You know what I'm saying? Going they won the, that game, though, didn't they? No, they did, but they won like the, the two before it too, as well. Okay. So they, you know, they kind of, you know, got things back together. Uh, so they must have just, oh fuck, they just lost. They lost tonight, tonight. or the night before. Last night, I'm sorry. Yeah. But um, that they, they won like three in a row. Three before, before that. that. Okay, yeah. So but yeah, it's, it's been it's 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 good that they're playing well. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, and I'm now I'm kind of thinking in my head like, we got a new arena, we got a team playing well. We gonna get that All Star game, man. It got it's got because it's a new it's arena. Coming. They gotta do it. It's coming. They gotta, it's gotta do it. I think they announced. Uh, who is it? Charlotte getting the next one or something like that? I saw there was a recent announcement for like the next one that hadn't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I feel like we should get the next one after that. So that'll be crazy. Yeah, we haven't had. We haven't had a. All-Star I don't think we've game. ever had an All Star game. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that should be pretty fucking dope. So, I'm just gonna be looking forward to like all the celebrities that's gonna be here. Right, I just want to be down. I kind of just want. I would love to be able to go to any of the activities and shit. 
you know, uh, being able to go to the fucking dunk contest would be fucking awesome. Oh, man. Like, I don't even have to go to, I mean, although the All-Star oh, game man, would be actually cool, but being able to go to the dunk contest, Go to contest, All-Star Saturday, oh my God, That would man. be fucking awesome, dude. I've like, been watching All-Star Saturday my whole fucking life. Oh yeah. my God, that'd be amazing. All-Star Saturday would be so fucking dope to attend, dude. I can't even imagine, though. Like, me, me and my best friend been, been like, that's our that's our annual tradition. Like, we, we watch All-Star Weekend together. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I go yeah, to yeah, his crib, yeah. he come to mine. We watch it every year together. It's been our tradition for, man, I don't even know, dog. It's been our tradition ever since we started college, man, every year. So, what are we going to do for All-Star Weekend? What are we going to do for All-Star Weekend? When that shit is here, man, dog. And we, like, so we both the, make we both the, make good money. At the point, He's like, hey, man, let's go to that at, bitch, dog. Nah, at, the, like, at the point of announcement, you just need to start Planning your money for it. Yep, that's that's exactly what's gonna happen, dog. They uh, announced that you bitch just tomorrow. Gotta go. Like just, Detroit gets the All Star game in 2021. I'm, I'm immediately hit him up. Here we go, man. Our 2021 tradition. We doing it. We we in the building, dog. I just wonder how, how much tickets and shit for that because I would love. Don't I, care. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> at that point, I just you just gotta go. I, I just you just gotta go. So yeah, that'd be fucking. Oh, that'd be dope a dream fuck. come true, dog. You that's just, amazing, dog. Because like I said, me and him get together every year for that shit to be able to do it here. And actually go to it, that'd be amazing, dog. I would love that. Can't wait for that. Yeah, downtown would be fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. But that'd be dope as fuck, so. Do we want to do uh, um, emails, calls? Yeah. We, we usually do that quickly, and now it's been like an hour, and we haven't started yet. <laughs> well, we had shit to talk about, so. You yeah, know. yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Um, so, as far as feedback goes, like I said, we've been off for a little bit. Um, we got... A substantial amount of feedback to kind of go through. Um, I'm not gonna hang on any of it too much. Like I'm, I'm gonna try to like, you know, play all of them. But our responses are gonna be tailored to our our time constraints. But um, let's let's try to plow through them and and see what we can do. And you know, if if the the messages run five minutes a piece, we can comment on them and move on. Uh, we'll see how it works out. Uh, you want me to get them started? Sure. All right. So um, we got the first. Let's see. We got two from Baylor, two from Steve, and another from Baylor. So uh, let's just go through those and see how it plays out. What up, though? It's your boy BTG. Hey, Mike. I kind of, you know what? I agree with you uh, for the most part. I do think uh, the show This Is Us, I do think they're targeting. <laughs> first of all, they're going after all the wives. Okay, they're going after half of the women in the world and saying, look, you're going to watch our show, you're going to cry. I get it. I, I think that's their main uh, agenda is to get people in their feelings, and it works. But I, I, I have to say I disagree. If a show or a movie makes you cry, if it gets, that's a good show. That's a good movie. Because if it, if, it, if it can trigger your emotions, you got to come on now. Come on now. You know, like you got to give it, you got to give it a thumbs up on that. Uh, but besides the emotional drama shit that goes on in this show, I look at everything else. Y'all are Game of Thrones uh, fans or whatever, and y'all like details and y'all like storylines and shit like that. This movie is great for that. It's great. And it shows the imperfections of a family and individuals and things like that. And I, and I think it's dope. And it go and it switches between different decades, you know, so you're getting... You getting details throughout each and every show, throughout each and every you know, you know throughout the timelines. 
So it's pretty dope, man. I knew it was going to be one of those shows by just reading the, the, the comments and things on Facebook and Twitter and hearing about it on, you know, random uh, podcasts. But it's actually, it's actually a good show. And another plus is, you know, it's 18 episodes in the first, you know, in the first season. I haven't seen how many episodes in the second one, but it's pretty good. I want to say the, the start off for this show is just as good as uh, The Walking Dead or The Game of Thrones. And I, but I hope it just doesn't end as bad as The Game, I mean, not The Game of Thrones, as, as bad as The Walking Dead. Because The Walking Dead, I mean, The Walking Bad. The Walking Dead is sugar <laughs> shit right now. So, um, yeah, man, I say I say, give it a try. Like, even low-key, you, you know, if your wife is already watching it, so you got to catch up, I say just binge on it by yourself or whatever. I think you'll like it or whatever. Because to me, it's just they leave you with a lot of questions need need to be, you know, answered or whatever. So forget all the emotional stuff. You just want to know why this happened, why they act this way. And things like that. So it's very detailed. Of course, it's very emotional. A lot of drama. This shit is dope, though. This shit is dope. So check it out, man. As oh, and as far as the movie Wonder, uh, yeah, my son, same thing, my nigga. Like he went to go see it. It was actually on a field trip, though. This whole class went to go see it. They read the book, and I kept hearing. I've heard nothing but good things about that movie. So I guess I'm gonna have. To, my son said he want to go see it again. And I'm like, fuck that, man. I'm about to go see. <laughs> I'm about to go watch this fucking um, Justice League over that. But, no, I'll check it out, man. I'm, I'm kind of like you. I don't really care for the whole sad, you know, that, that sad and corny shit. Uh, but, I, I mean, I kind of like it sometimes. If it's good, then I'll roll with it. You know what I'm saying? If the storyline is, the, if the plot is good, then I'll roll with it. But if you try to, like, I don't feel like this is us just trying to force it. I just feel like it's a lot of detail, and they put a lot of detail in each and every episode. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you try to force too much, then it's not going to be that great. Just like The Walking Dead, like them niggas has been on a dry spell for like two seasons, and I feel like they're going to start just killing thirty niggas every episode just to catch, you know, just to get their fans back. So we'll see, man. Hey, good show, good show, and I'll holler at y'all next time. Um. I think the first thing I want to mention is um, this is us. Like, I haven't seen it. I know that it's popular, and I know it makes people cry and shit. And I I don't necessarily agree that if it makes you cry, it's automatically a good show because I feel like the fact that you're going for that is not is a sign that you're almost trying to cover up flaws and other flaws in the show. And I, I'm like. I, again, take my take my opinion with a grain of salt because I haven't seen it. It might be a phenomenal fucking show. I could be dead ass wrong, but like, whenever I see people going, "Oh my god, this is us is so good," I was crying, and that happens every week. It makes me think that you think it's good because it made you cry, and like, I feel like when you going for that, it takes away from the like real impact of the show. Like, I, I don't think that. You can be somebody who cries every episode and you crying every episode because they're just doing a good ass job. Like, I, I don't really buy that. Like, I feel like you just a motherfucker that's prone to crying. Right. And so the shit, well, yeah. the shit make you cry. So you think, oh, man, this shit fire. Yeah, yeah, I like, I feel like I'd watch it and it wouldn't affect me in any way whatsoever. But even if it did, I'd be like, well, OK, so that one episode was kind of dope. But I don't know. I, I feel like when you when you 
are intentionally trying to plug at people's emotions, that that's not a sign of a good show. That's a sign of a show that just they know that that's going to make you stick around. I mean, I, I I think in second, I don't see them pulling for emotions as a a special thing. I mean, people act, you know, you know they do acting in certain ways, so you can act to be able to to, to pull emotions. So it's not. You no, know, like they're doing anything different or whatever. But to every week, though, it's like that's your goal. I shouldn't say it's your goal, but it's your goal to. I to feel pull, like it's their goal, and it's the goal. It's the goal to pull emotions. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I, I hear it's a great everybody I, I that I see love the show or whatever. I just but I bet everybody every one of those people is like prone to crying. So it's like if you are that person that's emotional, <coughs> and mm-hmm. you get a show that makes you feel emotional, you can be like, oh man, this is amazing. And I feel like somebody like me who is going to look at it more pragmatically, like, is this a good show? I'm going to be like, well, they're just playing for playing for tears, like, and that doesn't really interest me. Like, and I said I could be dead ass wrong, but that's just why I don't really have too much interest in it. As far as um, uh, The Walking Dead, that show's a piece of shit. I'm done. <laughs> I've been saying that for a long ass time, but I'm legit done. Like I. I gave them the proper amount of time and I went through this half season. I was like, this, su- this shit sucks. This shit sucks. This shit sucks. And I'm like, well, they'd have to pull off some kind of miracle in their mid season finale to make me stick around. And they did some shit that I didn't care for. So I'm done. I deleted that shit out my DVR. Like, like in the scheduling thing. Like, so I'm like, I'm out about the show's been shitty for a long time. I stuck with it because they would do shit where they would end like they give you like a good opener, several consecutive fucked up shitty episodes, and then a fire ass finale, and then you're like, oh well, now I want to see what happens. And they give you another good premiere, a bunch of shitty episodes, and then a good ass finale and make you stick around. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't even pull that off this year. And for what I've been hearing, like they've done a very big disservice to the biggest most impactful plot points of the comics and they fucked all that stuff up like the stuff that I knew about that they fucked up and there's other stuff they fucked up and I'm like I don't know that show is a fucking train wreck and then like it's not a thing where it's like you're like hopping on the bandwagon of like shitting on the show like the numbers speak for themselves like Jay-Z said numbers don't lie that show has dropped its viewership like to an insane um, insane degree like I think it was like two seasons ago it was like the number one show on TV like 17 million viewers and shit Game of Thrones was probably like I think at that time was it like 14 million but like Game of, like, like The Walking Dead was like killing it 17 million and in just two seasons they're like down to like just under 7 million like like they've cut their viewership by more than half and that's that's not that ain't no coincidence, dog. Like, casual fans who liked it just for what it was, like, for the basic shit, are are, are out. Like, they're out. Like, I'm not... I, I'm done with this shit. So, like, somebody like me, like, why am I gonna stick around when I hold my level of TV to a higher standard? Why would I stick around when even the, like, the base fans are like, yeah, I'm out. This shit dumb. So, mm-hmm. fuck The Walking Dead. Uh, that Wonder movie was... It was interesting. It was It was... It was cool. 
Like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, that was a good movie. It played, it played for the fucking, uh, it played for the emotion too. But I mean, it was done well. I'm not, I'm not mad about. It. I'm not, I wouldn't like watch it again. But I was, I didn't feel mad when I left it. So, yeah, I still don't actually see it. I think I'm gonna see if I, I'm probably end up trying to take my uh, my nephew to check it out. So yeah, it 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 just resonated with me because it was about bullying, and I think bullies are fuck shit. So whatever. Um, let's take a break real quick because I got to piss. So, uh, folks can chill for the time being. Well, actually, y'all don't have to chill because I'm just going to pause there's it there's no, and start it back up. There won't be no break. <laughs> yeah, there's no break for you, but it's a break for me. <laughs> All right, so let's play the next uh, the next voicemail, also from Baylor. See what he's talking about. Oh, real quick. Uh, speaking of movies and the Justice League, uh, for the same reason Mike said it, you know, I haven't seen it yet. I do want to see it. It's still bubbling in the streets, even though, like, you know, it's been out for about two weeks. It's still bubbling in the streets. So a lot of people haven't seen it yet. And the people that have seen it, they said it's OK. You know, they said it wasn't as bad as, you know, we know. So <laughs> uh, they said it was OK. They said it was pretty, pretty good. No dope, no awesome, no must see. But they said, just go see it. And I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go see it regardless. But this is my question. I have two questions. Uh, Mike had mentioned that, you know, the, one of the reasons why he hasn't seen it yet is because his son wanted to go see Wonder. Uh, in my case, my son has seen it with his class. So, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm good. Although he said he would want to see it again. My wife says she wants to see it over the Justice League, by the way. And I can't really argue that now. But this is my question to both of y'all. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know. I know Mike. You know, Mike got two kids, and I know. Oh, you got a kid too, but he might be a little bit older. But if you got a ne- you got a nephew or a niece, and they wanted to go see Wonder, <laughs> what are you going to do if they say, "I know you're going to pick Wonder over the Justice League," but are you picking Wonder over the Avengers, over the the Avengers that's coming out next year? Are you what and then what do you tell your kid? I'm gonna tell you like this. If Avengers is coming out, even though I think my son might pick Avengers over Wonder. But just in case he did pick it, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna tell him straight out, like, look, we can go see Wonder after like look, fuck that little kid, okay? <laughs> he could wait. He could wait. You read the book. You read the book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, I know that's fucked up. Okay, so the next question is, uh, what are you more excited for to see? Uh, Black Panther or the new Avengers movie? Uh, it's, for some people, I understand it might be an easy one. They might say, look, I want to see all, you know, I want to see all the characters, the new cameos, the shit about to be bananas. But I'm only going to ask black people this because, yeah, okay. I'm only going to ask black people this. Are you more excited to see the Black Panther film or more excited to see the Avengers? Or is it even, you know? Uh, that's my question. That's my question. Y'all niggas take it easy. Be safe out there during the holidays. All right, listen. <laughs> this, this, this is this is my topic right here. Let me start by saying my son would never want to see Wonder over the Avengers. Let me just start by saying that. So that that's not even like a feasible scenario. Secondly, there is nothing over that fucking Avengers movie, dog. Like, 
And I mean, Black Panther looks fire, dog. Like I can't wait for Black Panther. That's my next, my next number one movie that I'm waiting for. Like that shit drops in February. I'm fucking ready. I want to see that shit. I I will be there at the earliest fucking show that I can find. But man, I've watched that Avengers trailer like a dozen times. No lie. I'm not exaggerating. I've watched that Avengers trailer so many fucking times, man. I watched it several times the day it came out. The next day, it played before Star Wars. I saw Star Wars twice. I've watched that Avengers trailer over and over and over. And every time I see it, I want to see that movie more. Like, you can't... This is why Avengers is is is, is number one on my my most anticipated movies of 2018. Black Panther is a movie that looks dope as fuck. And it's, it's probably going to be great. And I'm really excited to see it. But that can't compare to a movie that we have literally been working toward for like over 10 years. Like the Avengers movie is like the culmination of what they set forth in like the first fucking Iron Man. Like that shit is like... And it has everybody in it. Like, you, you, there's no way, dog. Like, this is like the movie of like all time, dog. Like, like I'm I'm so fucking ready for Avengers, dog. Like, if I had seen yeah. that, if the buildup of Avengers has been for so long that you know, I mean, granted, I'm gonna be, you know, going to see Black Panther first weekend as well. But Avengers is definitely uh, if I had to pick one or the other. If I had to pick, you know, definitely Avengers, but I'm glad I don't have to pick. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, I want to see Black Panther a full fucking 10. Yeah. It looks amazing. Absolutely. I cannot wait for Black Panther. But on a scale of 1 to 10, I want to see Avengers like a 1,039. Like, that, that shit is like through the fucking roof, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never anticipated a movie more than I'm anticipating Avengers. Like... I was anticipating the last, uh, this this last Star Wars movie like heavily, and like like high level like I can't wait for this shit. And as badly as I was anticipating Star Wars, it pales in comparison to how badly I'm anticipating Avengers, dog. Like yeah, I agree, they could have put out a shit trailer, and I would still be like, I still want to see that shit. But that trailer's fucking awesome, dog. I mean, I can't I can't even put into words how badly I want to see Avengers, dog. Like. If if I was diagnosed with like high level cancer, that would be my my fucking make a wish, dog. Like, can you please screen the Avengers for me before I die? Because if you can't do this shit, I will die with regrets. Goddamn it! Like, I want to see this shit right the fuck now. Like, it looks amazing, dog. I can't wait for the Avengers, dog. That was 2017. Heading into two in 2016, heading into 17. My most anticipated movies were uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Star Wars. Star Wars was number one. Spider-Man was number two. The level of anticipation I have for Star Wars pales in comparison to the level of anticipation I have for Avengers. Dog. Like it's, it's, It was already high, and then after that trailer, it's exponentially higher. Not, nothing's fucking with that. Nothing. And, and that's just off the strength of the fact that I know Black Panther's probably going to be dope. And Black Panther is in the fucking Avengers movie. And just having all those characters in there. And and just to know that you can't 
you can't compare a movie where it's like, hey, um, let's try to get Black Panther in the MCU. Cool. All right, let's throw him in Civil War. Oh, shit. He was dope in Civil War. Let's get him his own movie. Oh, cool. Now we got his own movie. But like I said, they've been building for this Avengers movie since they did the first fucking Iron Man. Like, you can't compare a movie that built up its anticipation over the course of the past year to one that's been built up over the course of the past 10 years. Like, that's what they've been working toward Mm -hmm. the whole time. So... It's not even close. And like I said, like my my anticipation for Black Panther is is tough. That's my number 2. Like that's my number 2 most anticipated movie 2018. Like I'm I'm ready for Black Panther. I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be great. And day 1. Day 0, I'll be there if I can get a a Thursday afternoon joint. I'm going. I'll take the day off work. I don't give a fuck. I will be there day 0 for Black Panther. But man, Avengers dog like the thing about Avengers 2 man is like the the anticipation for the movie as a whole is one thing but like the Avengers package is something that is is just so important to me because like I look at over the course of the past 10 years with what Marvel has been doing with the MCU I look at like the Captain America movies Mm-hmm. The best, one of the best trilogies that that have happened. Like the Captain America trilogy, the three Captain America movies are fucking amazing. Like Chris Evans is like Chris Evans is Captain America in real life, dog. He be on Twitter like talking shit about Trump, like, right, right. like he's fucking Captain America in, like real life and shit. And like you got like uh, who else is in like like the the characters that we've been seeing all this time and the. Even down to even the like the shit that doesn't have to do with the characters, like like to me, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, everything that encompasses like a great movie, right? So you can have a movie where like, oh man, the plot is great. Oh man, the actors are great. Oh man, the cinematography is great. Oh man, the sound is great. Like all that kind of shit, the editing, all that kind of shit, and like even down to like the Avengers theme, like the music, like the, the Avengers theme, like just gives me chills. Like, and just watching that trailer, hearing the Avengers theme when I've been like, I I will play the Avengers theme like randomly. Like I just like that piece of music. And I tweeted like the, the composer for that music. Like, man, I don't don't even know if I tweeted him directly, but I just, (laughs) I tweeted something like, man, the Avengers, like the, the composer for the Avengers is amazing. Like the the music is dope, and that motherfucker like tweeted me back like, "Thank you." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, like the guy that did the Avengers music thinks like retweeted me or whatever the fuck it was. And I was watching something the other day, and I I don't remember what it was, but it was some other big ass movie, and it was the music was uh, from the same guy, and I was like, "Oh man, he's he he stayed doing dope shit." Like so even like. Just the music moves me for the Avengers shit. Like, I, man, I can't put into words how ready I am for that Avengers movie, dog. It's not even... What, what, what month did they have it coming out in? It's uh, May, like May 3rd or something like that. May 2nd, early May. It's not... Like, that's going to be bananas. Like, Black Panther comes out in February, Avengers in May. Like, that's... Man. I can't even verbalize it, dog. I'm so fucking ready. 
So it's not even close. Avengers all day, all day. I can't wait for it, man. Yeah, they, I, I feel like they both going to be pretty, pretty good. But I, I definitely second second what you're saying. Definitely. And if you look at like Star Wars, like J.J. Abrams did the Episode Seven Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Ryan Johnson did the one that just came out, The Last Jedi, and J.J. Abrams is doing Episode Nine, and you can you can definitely tie a level of quality to the director because the, like they're they're heavily involved with the writing and whatnot too, and the Avengers movie is directed by literally the best fucking directors. Like they've done the best movies. It's the um, oh shit, I just lost their names. Fuck. Oh, man. I know somebody's going to listen to this and shit their pants. Like, how does he forget the fucking names? Russo. Ah, fuck you. You're not going to get me. The Russo brothers. <laughs> man, the Russo brothers did fucking uh, uh, The Winter Soldier. They did Civil War. And they're doing fucking Avengers, man. The Russo brothers have done the, the best fucking Mar- uh, MCU movies that we have. And now they're helming, like the fucking culmination of all this shit that's happened over the course of the past 10 years and they're helming the culmination of that shit like man no man no Avengers all day dog like not even close not even close yeah can't wait till they both they come out but yeah I, I definitely second that though <clears throat> definitely like man I hope nothing happens to me before that happens dog like man please I say this all the time though I'll be like please just let me live to see this movie <laughs> and then the movie plays and then like another movie like please just let me live to see this movie like that was me when uh fucking uh like with that that Batman trilogy the Batman Begins and yeah. the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises please let me just live to see the Dark Knight Rises please let me just live to see this please let me live to see that and that's how I feel about the Avengers like please don't let me die before May <laughs> <laughs> like, like I just need to see that shit. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> so, uh, our next email is from Steve. Um, it's just titled "Podcast Shit," so I don't know what he's talking about. But uh, hopefully, he's not whispering and shit. But I know, he's right? a whispering ass nigga, so I guess he probably will. So let's see what he's talking about. Hey, what up, though? Oh, so okay. finally sound. got caught back up with the podcast after a few weeks of being off. Um, just a lot of work shit like y'all. And for once, I actually have some non-sports related commentary to uh, to actually drop on this here message. Cool, cool. Um, not because I don't want to talk about it, but honestly because my lines really ain't worth talking about right now. I mean... I gotta pause it. I need to relight my cigar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve, but I gotta, I gotta hit you with an intermission, dog, because I don't want to uh, listen to your... Listen to your voicemail uh, cigarless. So I got to uh, relight this boy right quick. Get my get my shit lit. We are live, people. Envy. Are we live? Charlemagne. Are we live? <laughs> All right, let's get this back going. This facts. It is what it is. So... Outside of fucking Mike probably cracking up in my voice and his voicemail right now, thinking I should be doing late night fucking radio. Yep. Um, Quiet storm ass. To man. touch on the bullying topic that oh. you guys had on the last podcast, I'm curious because I had this conversation as I played it with people at work. Um, how do you guys feel bullying shaped you as adults? Mm. And what I mean by that is, just like you guys, I was bullied at one point when I was younger. 
Um, I distinctly remember being second grade. My parents told me basically what Mike said he would tell Junior um, in regards to, hey, if they started it and you finish it, you're good with us. And that was basically the last time I ever got bullied, uh, physically at least. Um, Somebody would say something, and immediately I knew I had free reign to kind of do what I wanted to. So I became mad aggressive with with my retaliations. Um, I feel like that has shaped me as an adult because I am quick to respond in a physical manner because I had free reign as a kid. So I do feel like that has shaped me more in a negative fashion as an adult um, because I've gotten in trouble a lot, (laughs) as Mike can probably attest to for some other things as well. Um, (laughs) I remember getting from like third grade all the way to senior year high school. I got suspended at least once a year for fighting. So... It's not been the, the greatest of things for me. Um, obviously, with you guys having experience with it as well, I was just curious to see how you know, how you feel like that shape. Do you, do you think it made you more aggressive in your later years? Or do you feel like it just made you kind of take a step back and want to observe the situation, assess it more or less, and then try to figure out what to do from there? Um, so definitely interested to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> Um, again, also having played the podcast He's at work, Trump. I know, right? <laughs> and getting into some conversation with people there, um, one of Mike's comments about being able to, I guess, physically go on and handle somebody else's uh, kid's parent because they couldn't control their kid, uh, kind of turned into a conversation at work about wives and children, or just loved ones in general. Um, I am personally under the. I guess thought process of my wife and my son are both my greatest strength and my greatest weakness. Um, What I mean by that is there's nothing that I can't do for them. And I feel like they empower me to do things I didn't think I can do. However, at the same time, my biggest fear or concern is I can't protect them, which I feel like makes me completely vulnerable. So, again, I know you both married as well, have children, nieces, nephews, all obviously loved ones that you care for very much. Um, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because a lot of people actually disagree with me on that. So if you guys do, cool. Just interested in hearing. If you guys don't, yeah, it is what it is. Um, keep doing your thing. Keep listening. Hopefully I'll stay up on the podcast. Um, cigar-wise, Mike, you know what I got coming. So keep that in mind. You guys will be my test group next year. Uh, if you want to tell Otis off the air what that is, or if you want to know Otis to hit me up, but looking forward to hearing the podcast, and I'll let you guys later. Peace. I'll uh, discuss what he mentioned at the end off air, but um, what did you? So I'll let you go first. Uh, what do you think about that topic? Wait. So what, the first question was both questions were kind of about about bullying, honestly. Oh, as far as hiding its shape, um, as a well, as a kid that that experience, um. Uh, bullying as a kid I, I think it shaped me to the point where um, I never wanted to do that to anyone Any other person Like I, I knew how shitty it felt to me You know so I think it You know um, It made me definitely sympathetic To the to, to just being a fucking humane like <laughs> like that's just that's just not a, a a cool characteristics of a kid or a young adult or anything to have to, to have to fucking bully on people and so you know from from my perspective i guess it just you know 
it helped me just being a better person knowing that you know I don't have to do that shit to people you know it's it's some fuck shit so I think that was the biggest thing it's just not carrying on you know some shit because I was hurt as a kid to want to bully on somebody else and shit like that so I think for me that was the probably the biggest take I got from a from it what in what aspect were you bullied? Just picked on. Uh, you know, I was a, I was a quiet, timid kid. I didn't really, you know, I wasn't a kid that wanted to fight and shit. So, you know, get picked on, pushed on, and fought at that I when I didn't want to fight and shit like that. So that was a pretty much the, you know, riding my bike, kid. I want to let him so well let him ride my bike. So want to push me down and take my bike and shit and you know what I'm saying stuff like that. So. Um, kids, I, I know a lot of the kids in my neighborhood. They always, they always want to fight. I never was a fighter and shit, you know. So they want to play and fight and wrestle and <clears throat> and they, you know, pick on you and you know shit like that. So, um, probably more than I and I think about it. I've I've been bullied a few times as a kid, you know. So, yeah, it's just a you know kid just feeling shitty and you know what I'm saying don't want to be around other people because they think that person going to come around and start fucking with them and shit you know yeah it was it's terrible so. so so Marcus is at that around that age where that could potentially happen so like if he got bullied how would you like what advice would you give him um I think I think one of the invi- one of the pieces of advice I get him is to you know to to stand up for himself, uh, one. Um, but I, you know, I would think that, you know, to, to let those in authority, you know, know on, and hopefully they will be able to, to handle that or whatever. Um, but my, I, I like my nephew to the point. I know that he's, he's not a kid that would do that. So I feel like, you know, he's not, he wouldn't be a giver to that, but you know, I feel like, you know, any kids could be susceptible to being bullied and so forth. So just, you know, one, just teaching them that, you know, that's not the way to go, you know, picking on kids for lower self-esteem and shit like that. But to defend yourself and, you know, let somebody know, if if not just letting us know so we can try to handle that shit. So. Yeah, I think I think bullies are largely pussy. <laughs> like, they, they take advantage of a situation that they know that they can get away with it. Right. But if you yeah. step to them, they fall back. Yeah. So, for me, in my background, um, I don't know if this is unique or not, but um, I went to Detroit Public Schools as a kid, um, and I got picked on a lot for being light skinned. It was a they called me white boy because I was you know mixed. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they looked at like oh he's mixed. It was like the kids like he's way lighter than the rest of us, so he's white boy. And because of that, they like, oh, white boy this, white boy that. Picked on me and shit, start fights, all that kind of shit, right? And I had times where I'd go home crying, like, oh, the kids don't like me, the kids picking on me. I had times where um, kids just like, just start fights. And I had to just, I had to just fight. And I, had, I have naturally good reflexes, so I never got, like, beat up if I got into fights they usually ended poorly for the other person just cause, just cause I just generally have good reflexes. So right. like they could never really hit me. I'd like dodge the hits and then like I hit them and it'd be ball game. <laughs> and I, I, that was something that, that was a large part of my childhood was dealing with bullies and shit. So my approach to it now 
with my with my son because he's nine, and Michael is very like he's very kind hearted, very joyful. He's a very just a good person, and he doesn't get bullied because kind of like me right now, people tend to gravitate toward him. He's like pretty well liked. He has friends and shit like that, so he doesn't really get bullied. But my approach to bullying has always been like. I'm like, well, like Steve said, if Michael gets into a fight over some bullying shit and the school is like, oh, Michael got into a fight over some bullying, I'm not going to punish him for that. Like, you know, you defend yourself and it is what it is. I'm going to be like, oh, you should be the better man and walk away and all that piece of shit crap. Like, that's bullshit. Like, that's just going to get you bullied more. Like, so if if he were to be bullied, I would just tell him, like, Fuck that kid up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you responsible. Whatever happens to right. you at school, that shit don't matter because bullying extends outside of school, like in the sense of like that's gonna be <clears throat> that's something that uh is that that could extend outside of school in the sense of like you're not just gonna have to say deal with like bad grades or something like right. that. Like if you get bullied or whatever, that's some shit you take home with you, right? So, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, be the better man and walk away and all that kind of shit. Like, I want you to be able to live a life where you don't have to deal with that kind of shit. So, if you get bullied and you hit somebody and the school is like, oh, he was bullying and, I mean, he was fighting and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if you get in trouble at school over that, what does that matter? Like, that don't mean shit. That don't mean shit (laughs) in real life. Like, in real life, the bottom line is... Somebody tried to fuck with you and you handled it. Like, and that's shit that goes with you throughout life. Like, so if your school says whatever, I don't give a fuck what your school says. All, all I care about your school says how your grades are. Mm-hmm. If your school says that you got into a fight and you got picked on, I don't care about that. And that's all that matters. Like, what what matters more? What, what your school thinks about your fight or what I think about it? Right. Like, so if you don't have you to worry about come coming home. home with too, so. Yeah, if you don't have to worry about coming home. And ha- being in trouble with me, that's really all that matters. Um, and like I said on the last podcast we did, um, I look at bullying as largely a byproduct of shitty parenting. So I look at it like, well, if your kid is walking around bullying my kid, then I'm going to fuck you up and that's going to be your problem. And that's just kind of how I generally look at it. Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I think it only takes once to get their, uh, the parents of a bully get fucked up for them to change their lives. It, that's really all it is. Yeah. Like, they, as long as they can get away with it, they're going to keep doing it. If they don't get away with it anymore, they're going to stop. So if you fuck them up and they stop, that's one way. If I fuck their parents up and they stop, that's another way. So I, I, I kind of look at it like, well, either way it's a non-issue because if you get into a fight because somebody was picking on you, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to punish you for that. So... You don't have to worry about having any problems with me. And on the other side of that, I'm going to step to that kid's parents. So either way, it's good. Um, I also think that like bullying is like a thing where the, the, the kids who do that, they're only going to go as far as they like, as far as they can get away with. So if, if they get shut down, that's that's it for it. So I'm gonna tell like if you if you gotta do what you gotta do, like I'm not I'm not gonna give you shit about it. 
So I don't I don't really foresee it being too big of an issue because if if I have to if I have to handle it, I'll handle it. And it it just is what it is. And as far as like what he said about how it's shaping you as a person, like I'm just going to like I have that chip on my shoulder from having to deal with it. And I am a person who has spent a lot of my time with like a whole lot of anger and a whole lot of rage with like all this kind of shit that's going on in the world. And I have to just sit there and chill. So if I have to unleash, the, I don't say unleash that rage. That sounds crazy, but like, it is I like, don't have to. Argh. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, I spend a whole lot of my day having to deal with shit that irritates me and just chill. But if, the shit that got, if the shit that irritates me has to do with my kid, like I'm not gonna hold that back, and I don't look at that as something like maybe I should chill or maybe I should let handle things amicably. Like I'm just gonna be like, well, look, like I, like I said, like I said in the last podcast, like it's it's plain and simple. Like if your kid's out of control, I'm gonna fuck you up, and that's all it is to it. <laughs> and I don't like when I, I I shared on Facebook the other day. Uh, some chick, I guess, made a post that was exactly word for word what I said on the podcast. And uh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, commented like, why do people think that they can just automatically fuck somebody up? And that's a very valid point. Like, you can't just be like, yeah, I'm going to automatically fuck somebody up. Like, maybe the other person can kick your ass, and which is fair. But I'll look at myself as somebody with, like, this strong, burning, sun-like, like sun as in like the sun amount of rage inside me and like i've had to sit on this shit for all this time so like if you think that like you could bully my kid and i'm gonna come to your house or whatever or or confront you in a schoolyard and be like hey if your kid bullies my kid again i'm gonna fuck you up and that's gonna go any way other than me beating the fucking living life out of this person like, there's no other way that's gonna go. Like, unless that person's some fucking Jackie Chan or Muay Thai ass fighter, then I, I I'll take that loss. But on the off chance that that person is that, I'll take that. I'll take that risk. But more than likely, they're not. Nah. And if that if that comes to that situation, like I I don't see any way that that doesn't end with me like destroying that person. And so. That's just how much I hate bullying. Like, I dealt with it, and I've seen it, and it's, it's trash, and you got kids out here killing themselves over that shit, and, like, I'm not, I'm not going to let that happen to my kid. If, if, Hell no. If I got if, if I got to risk it all to help keep my kid be safe and beat the fuck out of some fuck-ass parent, I just got to risk, risk it, dog. Like, I'm like, that's not going to happen to him. Like, I'm not going to let him feel like he got nobody to go to. I'm like, hey, man, if... if if you get bullied and you can't handle it, I'll fuck that parent up on your behalf. <laughs> right. It's gonna work out. It's good. Either gonna way, you gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna work out. Either way, you gonna be straight. It's so, gonna work out. So it is what it is. You and just you just hope that you know kids communicate when that is happening to them and not embarrassed about it, so it can be handled and shit. That and that's that's really all it boils down to. Like, make sure that, and that's why I always made sure that he knows that we're best friends. He can always come to me. Like, so. I don't I don't foresee him being in a situation where he feels like he can't tell me like uh and he's just coming home depressed and shit and don't say don't say nothing. Like I feel like he would be like, "Hey, you know, I got this problem." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, 
consider yourself no longer having that problem. Right. What's this kid's address? Right. Like, it's, it's done. You know, it, it's over. Like consider it done, and I'm on my way over there. Yeah, I think a lot of the, I don't say flaws, but I think a lot of the problems with bullying is that parents are very hands off with that kind of shit, and the kid feels like they got to handle it on their own. And I'm not of that belief. Like I don't, I don't see why I would make him have to handle that on his own. Because like I said, I feel like bullying is a symptom of shitty parenting. So uh, the best way to solve bullying is to stop it at the source. And if the source is the parent and I got to fuck that parent up, then, hey, win-win. I got a bunch of pent-up rays that I'm looking to unleash anyway. So <laughs> it, it works out well for everybody. Yeah, I can win, let this rage I out. Win. You don't you know, get we bullied. We good. So it's a win-win. Yeah. So he sent another email. I thought it was a voicemail, but it's not just an email, so I'm going to read it. He says, so with Alabama struggling to decide between a Democrat or a pedophile tonight. Okay, so obviously you know what this is about. I've noticed a large number of friends outraged at this. I've noticed a large number of friends outraged at this, rightfully so. I've also noticed that the same people who are outraged by Roy Moore are the same people out still out here supporting one Robert. Oh. <laughs> who? <laughs> it's a long ass quote, but he's talking about R. Kelly. One Robert. I urinate on underage girls and force them into being my sex slaves, but you niggas don't care because I can still make these hits. Kelly. <laughs> Are either of you tired of the hypocrisy with that as well, or am I the only one? I think that the hypocrisy with, like, R. Kelly being accepted for... Not accepted, but, like, being, like I guess, given a pass for his music. Like, I kind of almost tie that shit equally to Chris Brown, too. Like, yeah. I don't understand how either one of these motherfuckers still got fans. Um, it's like they forget so easily the shit that don't went down. They really do. And I think that, like, with um, with R. Kelly and Chris Brown, I, I don't even really understand it. Like, I don't understand how either of them still have fans. And with R. Kelly, his shit was so old, like... That's so long ago that I could almost see people just, like, forgetting it. And his situation was with, like, random people. But Chris Brown beat the fuck out of Rihanna. Like, he's fucking famous and shit. Like, and I don't still, understand how people out buy that. Still doing music, you know. Still living his best <clears throat> life and shit. But with Roy Moore, with Roy, Roy Moore, all it boils down to is the fact that people would rather have a fucking creepy-ass pedophile motherfucker in office than having a Democrat in office who might, I don't know, take away their gun rights or fucking uh, ability to get abortions or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But, like, they they prioritize all that fucking stupid racist shit that don't matter and be like, yeah, uh, I could settle for a rapist. Uh, no, I can settle for a pedophile. Like, I can deal with that. Because Doug Jones supports uh, women's right to choose. Like, like, the, like that's how basic their fucking train of thought is. So, I don't I don't know. I, that, that, that shit is, is just... It's hypocrisy to the fullest, dog. Actually, it's not even really hypocrisy. Because hypocrisy, hypocrisy is kind of like you saying one thing and like kind of like tolerating the opposite thing. Like... That Alabama shit is just motherfuckers who just don't give a fuck about anything that's, like, moral or, like, values. All they really care about is, like, Republican versus Democrat or 
uh, how are my taxes going to be affected versus another person's taxes? Or, oh, uh, Jesus said that you can't have abortions. So uh, if this guy who, like, fucks kids says that you can't have abortions, then I'm down with it. Like, their, their fucking mindset is so twisted. And motherfuckers is out here like, oh, shit, Roy, Mo- Roy Moore lost. It's a whole new day. Like, no, nigga, it ain't a whole new day. Like, broken clocks are right twice a day, dog. Like, so we eked out a win. Like, we eked out a win over a fucking pedophile. Like, that is not anything to be proud of. Like, be happy that that happened, but it's not a sign of, like, hey, this country's on the right path. This country is shit. Like, full fucking dirty, nasty shit. This country is garbage. We got one thing right, barely, and it was only because the guy was fucking creeping on kids. And we barely got that right. That shit should have been a landslide. And it wasn't a landslide, so there's nothing to be proud about. It's like, okay, yeah, we got we got one right barely. And we're going to get a whole bunch of shit wrong because this country is trash. And humans in general are trash. There's nothing to be happy about. He's going to keep fucking kids. People are going to keep voting for him. Whatever, whatever fucking endeavors he has going forward, people are going to be cool with it. All it is is about whatever the fuck nasty dirty ass white people want and their fucking ability to stay rich and wealthy and all that other kind of stupid shit and their politicians can fuck kids and cheat on their wives with cancer and fucking do all of the kinds of nasty shit that they do as long as so and so can keep their fucking tax break or whatever the fuck they care about <laughs> fucking dirty nasty ass white people <laughs> yeah that's the gist of it I have no rebuttal. That was perfect. Alabama's a shit show. That should have been a that shit should have been a landslide. No, oh, well, he's a he's a anti-abortion, so I'm not really sure. Like, really? <laughs> like that's your point? Doug Jones is like thinks that women should have the right to choose, so it's like, huh, well, maybe I should b- vote for the pedophile then. Like <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with white people, dog? Like, how do you even like like rationalize that in your fucking head, dude? Like, maybe I should just vote for the pedophile. Yeah, like, like you realize what the fucking pedophile is, right? Maybe I should vote for the guy that got banned from a mall. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog? <laughs> he got banned from a mall for for creeping on teenagers, <laughs> and he still got so many fucking votes. Like, cause just I just don't want to vote Democrat. Like, what the fuck, dog? People are so amoral. It's, I don't know how so you trash. vote for vote. You vote for interest that's not going to be yours. That's another problem. They think that like voting for a Republican is like pro them. Actually, a, 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 a story to that. I saw an article today that uh, Dave Chappelle has a new special coming out on Netflix at yeah. the end of the month, and he has a bit in there where he said he was like in line somewhere with like some white people or whatever. And they were talking about voting for Trump, like, like poor white people. And we're talking about like voting for Trump because he like serves, serves their interests or some shit. And he says something like, you're poor. He's out here working for me. <laughs> like, like talking about like, he's out here making shit work for me. <laughs> and it's like, you out here really like broke as fuck being like a poor ass white person thinking you can vote for fucking Republicans like they got your interests in mind. You're the last and like, like, person. What the f- you're the last about. motherfucker. Like, like Dave Chappelle, rich dog. Like, <laughs> he's gonna be doing way more. He's gonna be doing way better 
with whatever the fuck Republicans got in mind that your poor white ass is, but you're going to vote for him just because you just don't like black people and shit. Like, what are you talking I about, there's dog? been a lot of votes in the years of that just because of non, not liking black people and shit. Yeah, white people have shot themselves in the foot over not liking black people consistently over the course of the past several years. Like, you have no fucking idea what the fuck is going on. Well, yeah, I'm just, uh, uh, vote for him because he's like, I don't know, white and, uh, supportive of all the kind of black people hating shit that I don't like. And with no fucking clue that you poor as fuck and Republicans are trying to get poor people out the paint. Like, Dave Chappelle gonna be way better off than your fucking poor white ass is, but you gonna vote for him with your dirty ass feet because you think (laughs) that he gonna help you out. Like, he don't do shit for you, stupid ass motherfucker. Yes. Anyway, I'm gonna fire up uh, our last bit of feedback. Is another one from Baylor about sexual assault. So uh, that should be a good one. What up, though? Hey, all these chicks ain't get. Uh, hey, it's not. Oh, Otis, <laughs> listen to me, Otis. I know you're gonna listen to me. Mike gonna listen to me too. But you gotta listen to me. All these chicks is not getting sexually assaulted, dog. Uh oh. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. But you know what? You know what's foul? I ain't even want to go. I don't even want to go there. I'm not even going to talk about the women that want to get sexually assaulted on purpose on <laughs> NBA All Star Weekend. We're not even going to talk about those. But what about this? Let's flip the Why table. Why okay? I know, right? Because all these niggas is getting they getting attacked. Which some of them deserve it, okay? So let's just put this out there now. We shouldn't have to, but let's just do it. All the women out there that has been sexually assaulted, uh, rape, um, you know, physically, verbally attacked at the, the workplace, anywhere, the gym. If it happened to you, I'm sorry that it happened. I'm with you. I'm on your side. Let's burn these niggas, okay? But for the women that's out there waiting for, you know, the fucking bench players for the All-Star game to come out there, you niggas is foul. And second thing is, we got I got sexual assault cases that I'm going to start putting that I need to be in works right now because how many, and this is including you two niggas, Mike and Otis, how many times have you taken the L for the team? You know, your homeboy messing with some chick, and, but she not really... You know, she she got a homegirl she's trying to look out for. She come along, and your boys say, look, she got a homegirl or whatever. <laughs> when y'all pull up, she look like a gargoyle or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The first thing that come out of his mouth, it ain't it ain't even my bad. The nigga say my bad after he says this. Yo, my nigga, just take one for the team. <laughs> That's the first thing that they say. That's sexual assault. And you could charge your homeboy with forced sexual assault. <laughs> That's something real. Real talk, you got to think about that, man. Because look, and look, 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 let's go back to the club. It's been, you know how many sexual assault cases is inside the club during the college years? On both sides. My wife got a case that's going to come up. I know it is because look, she was, she was the one that used to only dance with her friends, right? But you know, when they go to the club, like, they go about six or seven deep, right? So, um, you, it's that one friend, it's that one friend that don't want to dance, either because she don't know how to dance, or she don't think niggas is going to dance with her. And my wife said she would make her get up and go dance in a circle with the rest of her friends. That's sexual assault. 
because you forcing her to dance sexually on a day. And let's not act like we was out there doing a the motorbike, doing a tootsie roll or some shit like that for music. No. When Luke came on or when Little John came on, niggas wouldn't dance. Niggas wouldn't do an individual dancing. Except, like, from the window to the walls. That part, you know what I'm saying? You might do a little individual sideshow dance. But other than that, you had a nigga behind you or whatever, or you force her to get on the dance floor to dance in the middle or something, that's sexual assault. Those are sexy dances to a sexy, I ain't going to say it's a sexy song, but it's a dance you do sexy dances to. Uh, I, I mean, a song, yeah, a song you do sexy dances to, and if she did not want to get up from being a wallflower and you made her get up and dance, that's sexual assault. <laughs> that is. So for the nigga that had to take a L for the team, that's sexual assault. All right? For the nigga that grabbed the girl's wrist and she snatched it away, he didn't try after that. He didn't even say nothing. He didn't even call her a bad name. That's still sexual assault. Okay? For the chick that licked my face back in 2005, that's sexual assault. Because I did not like her. I wasn't physically attracted to her. We wasn't mentally. I wasn't mentally attracted to her. Okay? And she licked my. She licked the right side of my face. That's sexual assault. What? Um, all right. <laughs> you you, you got to just run that case, man. You got to sue her, dog. You got no choice, man. You just gotta, you just gotta take that to the courts, dog. I don't know what to tell you. It happens, yeah. it happens to the best of us, dog. Yep. Go, that, on, go ha, on the court, homeboy. Have, have you? Let, let, let's let's get real. Have you ever been sexually assaulted in a club? Like randomly? Maybe harassed. Nah, nigga, sexually assaulted. I mean, what does it like? Pull my pants down and like jerked me or some shit? Like, <laughs> what, what? What do you consider sexual? No, nah, I never been sexually assaulted. I so. was. One time, really? Yep. <clears throat> by by the definitions that we would call it now, but the thing that you got to look at too is that <clears throat> that is a is a perspective of like of that person, right? Right. So like, how often is a guy gonna call sexual assault? Right. Like I had a like my time like the time that it happened to me, I was in the club and I had on like, um. Like I had on like a um, like a button down shirt, and I always kept the button down shirt buttoned. Button. But like, yeah, but like you get the club, you've been in the club for a little while, and it's hot and you get some air. You unbutton that shirt. Yeah, it's hot. You unbutton that. You unbutton that joint, and I I had a shirt on underneath, right? But it was tucked in, and um, you know I had the joint. Uh, I had the shirt unbuttoned and shit, and I still had my my undershirt on underneath tucked in. And yeah, I had a chick run up and like reach down my pants and pull the, pull the shirt out and shit. God like, damn! Now if I'm if I'm a uh, technically it'd be like a sexual assault, dog. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, like in the technical sense, but like it only matters if it's a, if it's sexual assault to you. So like, if I'm if that happens and it's like some busted ass chick and you just like mad, like oh man, I can't believe that happened. Then maybe you might call it sexual assault, but if it's a badass fucking Nicki Minaj looking bitch and she like puts a hand down your pants, you ain't, you ain't gonna call that sexual assault. You gonna call nah. that a win. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of depends. But like that, like the the idea of like sexual assault going both ways, Baylor. 
dismiss that shit from your head, dog. It don't exist for us. <laughs> like we don't got that. It's not gonna happen. And that's one. That's an L. We just gotta accept, dog. Like that's not a thing where we can we can bring that up. Like, oh man, I got sexual. No, no, it didn't happen, dog. <laughs> like it just didn't happen. Let it go. You, you just not, gotta deal. It's not your battle, brother. Yeah, no one's gonna be like, oh man, I feel <laughs> what they say on Twitter. I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry to happen to you. <laughs> like, awesome. like man, a chick reached out my pants and and <laughs> caressed my they dick and you. pulled my shirt out. Oh, I'm sorry a, that happened to go, you, dog. Gonna hit you with the thoughts and prayers. <laughs> right, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> like no, nigga. Like when that shit happened to you, you was geeked. Like nah. oh shit. <laughs> like I, can you imagine? Like would it? Would there be a scenario? Where you are in the club, or like as a as a young as young Otis and shit, you in the club and and a chick reaches your pants and like pull your shirt out or whatever, and you could be like, oh my god, I feel so fucking offended. Like I don't think there's a level of ugly that I would be like, I just got assaulted. I might be like, that was fucked up. Like she ain't even cute. And then I go with my day. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God. I just got, like, low-key raped. Like, I'm not going to be upset about it because that don't happen to guys. Guys don't get hit on like that. So, it's like, if that happens to you, you're going to be like, oh, okay, well, that was a thing that just happened. And then you go about your day. You're not going to go home and be like, and cry. Like, oh, my God, that shit just happened to me. And I was so vulnerable. <laughs> like, that's, that's not a thing. So, you got to let that go, BTG, man. That's, yeah. that's not going to happen. Let it go, dog. You got, you got no case, man. You, you just got sexually assaulted. You just got to deal, man. You just got to enjoy it. It don't happen too often for us. Get you uh, <laughs> a Me Too hashtag and roll on. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine, dog. I cannot. I cannot. Like, I went to the club and the chick grabbed my dick like, Me Too. Like, nah, it's not happening. It's dude. happened to me too. Mad niggas will be looking at you like, man, you lucked out that night. Right. You had your dick grabbed in the club? They're like, like, word? <laughs> word? Right. Man, you had a good night. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> like me pick, too. I pick better fights, BTG in 2018. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sorry. There's no such thing as sexual, sexual assault against men. No, it doesn't happen. There's no no thing as that. Sorry. Sorry. So she looked. She looked your face. You should be grateful, dog. <laughs> Chicks ain't out here looking faces, dog. You, yeah, you got to be happy. To be grateful that she you. she blessed you with her saliva on her yeah. your face. Yeah, man. So sorry, dog. Yeah. I hope you. I hope you didn't spend the rest of that night crying. But I hope you, you did, had. So, I hope you had someone to lean lean to. If you did, man up. Yeah, <laughs> it man. don't happen too often. You should enjoy <laughs> the fact that you you got licked, dog. <laughs> that's dope for us. That's awesome. <laughs> Just getting dog. get licked unwarranted. That's that's cool. <laughs> we like we like that attention. <laughs> you can't sell it. Nope, not you, brother. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right, that's good. Uh, well, like I say, as always, thanks for tuning back in with us. Uh, had a break, but we we'll back. Uh, you can uh, email us at whatupthepodcast at gmail. Uh, you can find our Facebook page, uh, What Up The Podcast, and our Twitter page is at What Up Dope Podcast. I used to hope to get raped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's one way to end. <laughs> it's, a, it's not rape to us, dog. Like, Man, a chick molested me in the club. Like I had a good night. Like the whole the whole concept of like you know what? Yeah, that's a whole other episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that note, we we'll got rape tonight, my nigga. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> yeah, we 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 probably will. We probably will. Peace. Peace.